call me Martin because we're going to be talking about these breasts. <laughs> Good lord. So uh, referencing the director Martin Brist. <laughs> yes. Midnight direct again? Run, Midnight Run, Scent of a Woman. He's the uh, he did Meet Joe Black, so he's responsible for the uh, for Brad Pitt oh, being hit by a car. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then he made Geely, and then they were like, "You're never allowed to make another movie again." Fair. And he went, "Okay, harsh but and fair." I, yeah, he's like, I already like absolutely fulfilled my perfect artistic vision with that film. So fuck you if you say I can't do more. That was it. He, I'm sorry, I forgot. He did one other film, which was uh, like, which was Beverly Hills Cop. So, oh damn, it's like actual but celebrated film. Is probably yeah, that. I, yeah. Whoops, sorry, I was uh, not paying attention on that one. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Christ, we get to talk about Baywatch. Not just Baywatch. Two Baywatch films. Yeah, Baywatch Panic at Malibu Pier and Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding. What a what a pair of films to watch back to back. I would like to congratulate Travis for log, uh, logging these on Letterboxd. I, I always do when we watch one of these. <laughs> Whenever you watch a fucking <laughs> They're TV always movie. available. It's fascinating, too, if you look at the Baywatch ones, like, all the reviews are in foreign languages because this was such a globally popular show, Dude, which we'll okay. talk about very Dude, soon here. We are going to talk about the numbers because <laughs> they're so big, I had to double check on independent sources to make sure that accurate. the Wikipedia article Guinness did not has, have a typo. Guinness has to have it. The margin of error has got to be huge on that when they were saying a billion people are watching the show 1. every week. What? Billion they were saying people. one in what? every seven people on Earth was watching the no, show. Travis, it's the 90s. It's one in every five. Because <laughs> that was what the other thing the is fuck? in my list in my list of tabs right now right now uh, or my tabs right here it is world population by year yeah and I was like Baywatch is like you know it's early nineties it's five point four billion at this point so like were the people fucking- that <laughs> desperate to see a breast. Dude, listen, the world before Pornhub, wild. Right. I mean, it's the same world that gave us Hooters and Tilted Kilt and all those things, too. People, the, like, Matt, people saw, would go like, into the woods and look wing. for magazines in the hopes that somebody <laughs> had buried porn but, there. But, like, the numbers that like that Guinness claims that this show had are, like, were people on the Sentinelese Islands watching this show somehow? Like, you claim... Yeah, no, I don't believe for a second that a billion people are watching the show every week. Which is, it's I not even, to believe it. it's it's not even that a billion people watched like an episode, like watched no, the finale. Week. It's weekly. Like, for how many seasons? Like it wasn't I don't the know, whole Probably time. just like peak in the mid '90s with Pam. Like everything. a billion people total have not seen this film. The, the, the oh, they this was a direct-to-video movie, so no, they definitely haven't. <laughs> but. Okay, the most popular show currently airing on television is probably Yellowstone, which brings in <laughs> 9.4 million viewers. Baywatch at 1.1 billion is 117 times more popular than Yellowstone. <laughs> because rocks. the global audience, because the hassle off... We still have an issue with the podcast. Ian, can you do... Yeah, all right. Folks, it's, as you know, nights, the late night recording session that brings you the first and last episodes of television shows so you don't have to watch them. And this week, I think I can speak for my co-hosts when we encourage you to 
not watch them. I'm Ian Benson. Currently running along the beach, his wet hair whipping behind him. It's Travis Marmon. Hello. And uh, drowning and in need of assistance <laughs> underneath the, the pier. It's Matt Siani. Hi. He's help. old enough. Somebody help. <laughs> Please. Somebody this is help. an well, emergency. Somebody has he's handcuffed what? me to the inside of this, I don't know, like ta- weird tank thing, and it's slowly filling with water while I'm on video. Stephen Doughton is somewhere on a boat throwing a shuriken at uh, pictures of all of our faces. <laughs> I can't believe that you were like, we're going to do Baywatch. And I, was like, I mean, that's just mostly going to be like TNA. Nothing weird will happen. And then I watched Shang Tsung throw a, a shuriken at David Hasselhoff's face. And I was like, what? I didn't realize what Baywatch was. And I'm fucking glad that it was not what I thought it was going to be. Because when it was what I thought it was going to be, for like 15 minutes, I was like, this is a fun music video for this like crushed gated reverb drum stuff. <laughs> like that was fun. But then like you get like the, you, uh, reaching like the 26th montage in the second film. I was like, maybe I don't need more of these. <laughs> the one the, the the first one where I was like, this is just a music video. And I said that jokingly in my notes no, after 20 seconds of video. this. And then a full two minute runtime <laughs> went by and I was like, oh, California. that was a music video. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I also loved that there was clearly an ad for a, a uh, an airline for or Travelocity. At least an ad. Travelocity, yeah. And then what? The fucking wipe company. Did you notice how no. many shots had a like container of wipes in the foreground? <laughs> like they were <laughs> no. sitting at the bar drinking like tiki drinks, and then in front of the tiki drinks was a thing of like like sunscreen wipes. Well, I mean, also, that makes sense. also like it's so it perverse. Also, I mean, I was like, let me, you know, like, oh, watch the first episode. Wait a minute. Why is this more like Magic Mike than I expected? Mm. (laughs) And then the second one was like, did you like Magic Mike XXL? And I was like, well, yes. Like, here's a lesser version of it in every way, shape, or form. It's cool to watch the evolution of like how uh, sexualized this show was. Like, obviously, from the beginning, like, there's a lot of like leering on hard bodies or whatever. But like, the second movie, it's like, did you have a cup minimum that you had to have to be on this show if you're an actress <laughs> like the only person that has not decut breasts is the villain of the episode yeah. <laughs> although she was also a main cast member the same actress yeah, and yeah. whatever previous stuff but yeah. like it was very funny how just like extreme extremely boobed out the show was by the end and the other unbelievable fact is boobed 65% out. of the show's audience was women wait so Sixty-five percent of one billion people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of male, there's a lot of female gays on male characters too, but mostly more in the early stuff, I guess. Yeah, it seems this is way. a seminal text on the male gays. Yeah, uh, Travis, did you see that review that somebody put on Letterboxd of the three? Three, 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 five, three, five, five. I already fucking forgot what the, the film three, is. five, five. I think is what it's called. Okay, because they just talked about how if it was real, uh, Blank Check would have done a three-hour, or if it had come out in the, uh, the 2000s, Blank Check would have done a three-hour episode on it, where one of the hosts says, it's if David LaChapelle had directed um, Angel at My Table, and it's a seminal text on the male gaze, and the phrase, seminal text on the male gaze, just kept coming through my head <laughs> as I watched Baywatch, and then I, I watched you have people to, in... You have to pronounce I watch people, the E in seminal with a, yeah, it's uh, the a long E sound, <laughs> if you're going to... If you're going to talk about the male gaze. 
The part in the show which was just people watching Pamela Anderson sleep was... The part was... where Pamela Anderson is introduced meditating and then there's literally just a five-minute montage of glamour shots of Pamela Anderson that may or may not yeah, have been from video. the show. It's a music video. Wild it's stuff. I don't know. This show really brought back memories of like watching Spike TV when I was 14 yeah. and then being like, we're doing the Maxim Hot 100 countdown or whatever. I mean, just the name Carbon Electra always triggers those, yeah. those oh, memories. Totally. But the interactions between Carmen Electra and Pam Anderson had the exact same tone as the Wayans directed scary movie films. Like, would anyone it was exactly how those felt? So, would anyone like to uh, know? I mean, we we know, of course, how Carmen Electra got her name. Travis I actually don't know how she got her name, but I was looking her up and learned that she's a Cincinnati legend and that she's. Well, we're going to get to that part. <laughs> wow. oh, okay. You jumped ahead. I didn't get to how she got her name though. There's so much other stuff that's interesting about her career though. Well, I mean, the way she gets her name is the person that she gets involved with in 1991. Is Prince named her that? Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, it feels oh, like no, no. I mean, it feels like a princey name. I yeah, just realized no, that he course. dubbed her that. I thought she looks like, at her and he's like, oh. "I will call you Carmen Electra now." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet, honestly. He still Prince still has the single greatest response that anyone has ever had of all time, which is when he met Matt Damon. Do you know this? I've heard the story, but I can't place what he said. Matt Damon meets Prince at a Prince concert. Like, he brings his daughter, and Prince is like, I would like to talk to Matt Damon. And Matt Damon is like, so there I am meeting Prince, and it's weird because he's an icon, and I don't know what to say. So I'm just going to try and make casual conversation with Prince. And he's just like, yeah. So I was like, oh, you still live in Minneapolis? And (laughs) Prince's response was, I live inside my own heart, Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) Which is incredible. <laughs> and also hitting him with the last name on that. <laughs> but yeah, Carmen yeah. Electra got her start in her professional career as a dancer at King's Island. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hamilton County legend, Carmen Electra. Performing in It's Magic, one of the most popular shows in park history. Yeah, she was a classmate of Nick Lachey. Wow. Her Wikipedia page has uh, a photo of her doing an infomercial, infomercial for the Thigh Styler. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I was on her Wikipedia page earlier Dude, I was on her Wikipedia page earlier and I fell down the rabbit hole of like, you know, it was like Baywatch Wikipedia page, click on Carmen Electra, k- click on the Dave Navarro Wikipedia oh, page because oh, yeah. they were married. Dude, the Dave Navarro years. Wikipedia page is so funny. You got to find the picture of him with the dumb hat on. Uh, uh, that's every there. picture of Dave Navarro. <laughs> no, there's one down there that I, I, I vividly remember looking at the Dave Navarro Wikipedia page months ago, or like last year, and scrolling down to getting one picture and dying laughing at it. Uh, he is wearing. There are there are one, two, three, four, five photos of him on this Wikipedia page. He is wearing photos in three he's of wearing them. Or hat. Sorry, wearing he's wearing photos. hats in three of them, and in one of them he's posing with Sasha Gray. Wait, 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 Travis, stop looking at the Wikipedia page. Would you like to know who he endorsed in the 2012 election? I, oh, you know why I posted I, that? I remember on Twitter, I don't remember who it was, but I screen capped the whole thing, like, because it's below one of those pictures, and it was perfect. <laughs> uh, it has gotten shifted, but it, there is. Okay, but at the time, it was like, it, it's not Ron Paul, is it? It's like some no, more he, insane. He, it, it's, in 2012, it's Mitt Romney, please. Okay. Oh. And then in 2016, he describes himself as a li- libertarian. Now, in the 2020 election, would you like to know who he endorsed is it Marianne? first? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, and then he subsequently expressed support for... 
Uh, Tulsi. Oh yeah, 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 Tulsi yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. I imagine that Dave Navarro's support for Tulsi Gabbard was I would shrug. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there's many people's. Yeah. She should have been on Baywatch Hawaii. Um, <laughs> like just done a cameo or something would have made sense. I guess she probably wasn't uh, a known politician yet. Anyway, uh, uh, Tara Lee Patrick is her real name. Yeah, Tara Lee Patrick. I'd be called Carmen Electra too. If it were between you us. should call your prince called Carmen Electra too. I'd be like, I guess that's my name. Like it does make sense. You're right. We haven't even gotten to like what is Baywatch and what is Lyra. Baywatch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it Why is. Why the fuck did you pick Baywatch? <laughs> Why did I pick Baywatch? Uh, I think as Ian pointed out, like I think it started when I saw the trailer for the new Hulu miniseries on the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee sex tape that's coming out, and I was like, so what was the deal with that Baywatch show? Like, that was not when I was a kid that she's really famous from. That was, like, this phenomenon. And then looking it up, it has a really fascinating history. A, it's, like, on top of being, like, the most arguably the most successful one show, period, ever. It's definitely the most successful first-run syndication show. Even though it started, yeah. on, it started on NBC, it gets canceled after one season. David Hasselhoff is like, I have all this money from Knight Rider and all my European fans. Let me try and finance <laughs> the show and we'll try and do it first run, which I've like never heard of. Like Maybe it used to be more common, but now it's like the only shit that's in first run syndication anymore is like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and that stuff. Mm. Like, I can't imagine this show was that popular and it didn't have a set time and network. Dude, that was, I mean, that's Star Trek The Next Generation. That's right. Crazy. And like that shit's like now unfathomable because there's so many networks that like. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no. Yeah. Like it, when, if someone were to try and explain syndication to me, I would look at them like they had grown a second head. Yeah. Um, and so it got so huge and it had this massive cast that kept, you know, they would just shed tons of people and bring on new ones with no explanation. Then there was Baywatch Nights, which. <laughs> Also had bad ratings, and then the second season, they were like, what if we just did the X-Files, but Baywatch, apparently. I must watch Baywatch. Because I was just reading, it was like... <laughs> I'll put it on the server. They explicitly deal with the paranormal on it. Wow! Um, we watched for this the the pilot movie, uh, which aired like five months before the series, and then the direct-to-video reunion film. Uh, but I just want to mention, I was thinking of doing some between episodes, but I could just do it now. Uh, I took note after going through TV tropes, other stuff that has happened on Baywatch. There was a real mermaid. Um, at some point they rescued an orangutan. Uh, For those of you who are listening, you couldn't see me just (laughs) turn my head fully. Like I was looking at something else to bring up on the show and Travis said real mermaid and I fully pivoted. (laughs) Uh, there's a real mermaid episode. Uh, they rescued an orangutan, which then uh, lived at the lifeguard quarters or whatever for time. That's, that sounds. Um, exactly there is an like episode Baywatch. where Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Uh, Ric Flair plays like a real estate developer, and Hulk Hogan is some other guy, and they get in a wrestling match to stop this rec center from being built yeah. on the boardwalk or something. Yeah. And the B plot is that Stephanie gets skin cancer. <laughs> Baywatch has an episode where they have to stop like an apartment complex being built. Yes, and it's solved via so, a wrestling match, which and it's implied according to TV tropes. Like the show also seems to imply that pro wrestling is real. Um, it's just right. cool that the Great Bikini Off Road Adventure has its <laughs> spiritual successor in Baywatch. Actually, I think it might have been before the Great Bikini Off Road Adventure. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's uh, one of those films. Films. That's just, you know, it just exists for horny people. Uh, there is an episode where Mitch rescues Jay Leno and becomes a celebrity. 
uh, and hates his newfound fame. Uh, and there is so an he goes back in time and lets Jay Leno die? <laughs> I don't think so. Because it wasn't a Baywatch Nights episode. And there is an extended Gilligan's Island parody episode uh, uh, that I think has the actor played Gilligan on it. Can I, um, so I was reading a little bit about some of the characters, and I liked learning that Mitch is a guy who constantly seems to get just taken for a ride like he gets involved in a bunch of just like illegal money earning schemes and shit like that throughout the show that's like canonical (laughs) that he's just like really easily susceptible to a scam so that's why somebody in the finale returns apparently to exact revenge and i was like who was in one episode in season two (laughs) and they're like what if we brought this guy back listen they were like hey what's up with carrie hiroyuki um, uh, Tagawa, he's probably up. He's probably up for whatever. <laughs> he probably lives in Hawaii or something. Song. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. You uh, know where he lives now? I was reading about Kerry Hiroyuki uh, Tagawa because he's just you know uh, that guy sort of dude. Uh, Idaho. He worked with some Russian actors and then he got really into Eastern Orthodox and now has Russian citizenship, which is Hell just yeah. an absolutely. I hope he's wild. in like a Seagal movie or something. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, here are some people that we missed that uh, that were on Baywatch because, you know, we only do the first and the last. Uh, Michelle Williams could have been an As You Know All-Star. Wow. She appeared in two episodes in different roles. Was she just, oh, was she dude, just a kid? Dream. She we had need to be a name for really that. Young. We, need, we need like an official show title for when you do that. She was, that's uh, like my in, favorite in, thing in the world. She was in one episode as Bridget, a girl who throws a party. And then in 94, she was in an episode and is credited as, as Hobie's groupie. Yeah, in that pilot movie, there is an uncredited Brian Austin Green. Also, yeah, I, I, I was trying to keep a lookout for him, but that Australian guy completely distracted me from paying attention <laughs> cool to anything at all. <laughs> uh, can you imagine being a four-time Oscar nominee and having the credit Hobie's Groupie forever <laughs> attached to your name? Uh, Mariska Hargitay of Law and Order SVU, sure. Sofia Vergara, because of course Sofia Vergara. Yeah, I can't believe show. she wasn't one of the lifeguards on this show. Uh, Mila Kunis also had two yeah. different roles. She had to be a kid. Ninety four, ninety five. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, a yeah. student, and then somebody who gets lost in the woods, and then after being saved, she goes boogie boarding. Uh, <laughs> David Spade. Was he playing um, himself? No. no uh, Jenny. God. Jenny Lewis. <laughs> what? <laughs> And she was on an episode the first season. Wow. Uh, also, Brian Cranston, who played the captain of a party boat. Yeah. His character was named Tom Logan. Yeah. And oh, holy shit. Carrie Ann Moss played twins. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that the twins that have the split personality and one's good one and one's evil? One was good and the yes! other was evil. <laughs> it's actually one person. Yeah. That is. I don't wow. know if that Danny Trejo, because yeah. yeah. John O'Hurley, which I can only imagine is reprising his role from Seinfeld. As Jay Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Peterman. Oh, you know, also uh, Richard Branson. Sure. Because yeah, what, I mean, of course why not? he did. Of course. Uh, and Shaggy, because, you know, Again, it's why the 90s, not? baby. Baywatch is a. Was, sorry. Baywatch was a. A television show that revolved around the work of a team of lifeguards and their interpersonal relationships, with plots usually centering on dangers related to the beach and other activities pertinent to California and later Hawaii beach lifestyle. It was created by Michael Burke, Douglas Schwartz, and Gregory J. Bonin, who, let's let's see, what do we got here? Uh, They were, uh, Burke and Schwartz were writers on the TV show Manimal, 
Yeah. Which classic. Surely Baywatch's viewership Would is you just like a to fraction guess? of Manimals. It it uh, it only ran from it only had eight episodes. Would you like to guess the conceit of Manimal? Uh, is there a guy you can who can turn into animals? Rob Schneider. Uh, <laughs> Travis, somehow you are exactly correct. <laughs> this is about a man who can turn himself into any animal he chooses, and of any course, with that ability, he uses he uses it to help the police solve crime. Oh fuck you! <laughs> oh god, this co- oh my god. The uh the fucking narration uh the opening narration, Doctor Jonathan Chase, wealthy, young, handsome, a man with the brightest futures, a man with the darkest pasts, <laughs> from Africa's deepest recesses to the uh, rarefied peaks of Tibet, heir uh, to his father's legacy and the world's darkest uh, mysteries, Jonathan Chase, master of the secret, the <laughs> divine man from animal, animal from man. Manimal, and the photo is just him, a woman, and a peregrine falcon. Yeah, that looks like he's. It's that perched on his wrist, but it looks like it's just perched on her head. Or yeah, <laughs> or maybe like a golden eagle or whatever. Uh, anyways, yeah, so they did that. Some sort of that was that was Burke and Schwartz and Gregory Dre Bonin, uh, B, uh, Baywatch, uh, Baywatch, Baywatch. Nice. I mean, dude. You are you make the perfect show. You fucking retire right away. As a child, Bonin suffered from asthma and allergies. He was born with club feet and severe visual impairments, and was close to death twice before the age of two. Wow. Of course, then he would go on to make a show that is obsessed with physical beauty. Yeah, that's there's a lot of psychology. Oh, and he was actually a lifeguard. So was uh, the bald mustache guy, I believe. He was like the one person in the cast who was actually a lifeguard. Dude, did they get diving training for this show? Because they all no. jump off the side of the thing <laughs> and then just fl- like fling their arms and legs out like a fucking starfish to land in the water. Is that how you're supposed to dive? <laughs> Who knows? There were, compared I to the diving on CSI Cyber. Straight up belly flops <laughs> in I the think pilot. I, I think I knew this just looking at it, yes. but one of the actors is named Billy Warlock. Yeah, son of That's... Dick Warlock. Um <laughs> A legendary <laughs> stuntman who is in Halloween ah, 2, ah, uh, among yeah, yeah. other things. Okay. Uh, their real last name is like Lemming or whatever. But oh, okay. But so his real last name is Warlock, but his father was the one who changed. His real it. last name is also Lemming, but yeah. Uh, oh, Dick, that, Dick Warlock, that... uh, he played Michael Myers in <laughs> Halloween 2, and he played the android assassin in Halloween 3. And wow. he was Kurt Russell's personal stunt double for over 25 years. Yeah. Oh, shit. I definitely was aware that Kurt Russell had a had a, had a, a, a stunt double named Dick Warlock. <laughs> yeah. Which is also my that favorite rocks. Kurt Russell character. <laughs> and my third favorite Kojima character. <laughs> Dick Warlock? Yeah, they call uh, me the Dick Warlock. <laughs> Cast a spell oh, on you. I... I didn't realize, maybe it's because we only watched the pilot movie, that Peter Cetera does the opening theme for just the first season. Mm. The ending theme was mostly Hasselhoff. Yeah. Current of Love and then I Believe. Who did that California song? <laughs> I tried to look at the IMDb soundtrack. They didn't have it. I, I, like, how do you even <laughs> I was like, who does California? Oh, yeah. Just say California, California, That's... California. Oh, Here yeah. we go. <laughs> Uh, All right, Baywatch. we got we got to talk about right, Baywatch. Well, Panic so at Malibu plot. Pier. Panic at Malibu Pier. Before we talk about any of this, we should just talk about Hasselhoff. That's gonna come. Yeah, I mean, and right, we'll definitely sure do Knight Rider sometime because he was the most famous guy on this show. There's a 
big drop off. Yeah. He's the most famous person on the show besides Pam. Um, and even that probably depends on where you are in the world. And Hasselhoff's only 69, which is surprising to me. He only 69s. He's only <laughs> it's 69. crazy. <laughs> He's all about quid pro quo. How does um, this man have two children? <laughs> <laughs> Very carefully. Uh, <laughs> no, he is he is only 69 years old. That is a surprise to that me. That seems low, yeah. Because when I watch Baywatch, I do not think to myself, well, this guy's only 38. Today I learned he went to Oakland University, which is in my neck of the woods. Uh, huh. What are you talking about? Avondale? From, no, what are you talking uh, about? Rochester you Hills, Michigan. A really weird. And he graduated from high school in LaGrange, Illinois. And he moved huh. around a bunch His best acting kids. performance, of course, we can all agree. We'll say it on three. One. Two, three, the SpongeBob, SpongeBob SquarePants hey, movie. I Guys, I noticed that. that you didn't say anything. I've never with seen me the SpongeBob here. movie, but I assumed I'm, you were going to say that. Well, why didn't you join in if I was, if you assumed? <laughs> because well, you I'd be know lying, more about I haven't seen you it, know more so about know films, and I thought maybe you had some someone that was an indisputable. All the, class he's, I don't think he's ever been in a movie where he's not playing himself, besides Click, based on what I could yes, tell from his the Nick Fury. Good for him in the made-for-TV Nick Fury Agents of Shield. Uh, I bet theatrically released films. God, he looks ridiculous with the eye patch. It looks like somebody. It looks like your dirtbag friend went as Snake Plissken for Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how how did Hasselhoff become Hasselhoff? Knight Rider. Knight Rider. And he was on The Young and the Restless before that, where he played a guy named Snapper. Wow. Played a doctor named Snapper something like Snapper. Doctor Snapper. For Would you <laughs> get a second Snapper opinion Foster. like within twenty four hours or forty eight hours? Or more <laughs> from Snapper. Wait, if you got your first opinion from Snapper, <laughs> from Doctor oh, Snapper Foster. Oh, oh, I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I die. I'd just be yeah, cut me open, Doctor Snapper. I'd, I would just not listen to anything he said because I'd just be thinking about UHF uh, and the Wheel of Fish sequence. Doctor Snapper Foster, not even the worst name in his er, in his early seventies acting career. Okay, because in Revenge of the Cheerleaders, he plays a character just named Boner. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, Why guys not? used to just be called that. Yeah. Like my dad's friend Jizz. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I want to be. I want to be clear here. This film was was shot as Revenge of the Cheerleaders, and he got accepted into the Screen Actors Guild. And at the time, he didn't think it was going to be released, but it was two years later under the title "Caught with Their Pants Down." Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So in '82, he's recruited by the NBC president to star in Knight Rider. Imagine he was just like, like you're extremely handsome. Like, hey, and I loved you opera. as Boner. <laughs> well, he'd been Snapper Foster. For... <laughs> I loved you as Snapper and and what were you? Oh, Boner. <laughs> I loved you as Boner Snapper. And <laughs> what if you're in this show where you have a futuristic car? He, he described Knight Rider as being a show about saving lives, not taking lives. About how one man can really make a difference. And then are you going to get to the quote where he says it's a harder acting job than being in like Holy <laughs> the shit. Godfather? That's what I'm just reading. Like, because like those people, like you can act off each other and I had to talk to a car. <laughs> yes, a little more difficult. He described the acting he did in Knight Rider as a little more difficult than if you had a regularly, regularly well-written script. Like if I was going to be in, say, Reservoir Dogs or The Godfather or Dances with Wolves or Lawrence of Arabia or ER... <laughs> Keep naming shows. ER Keep, naming things. <laughs> Keep naming sh- things, Hasselhoff. Tell us what you wish you were in. Yeah. Uh, I had to talk to a car. Let's I would see how absolutely low watch go. Lawrence of Arabia where he's T.E. Lawrence. <laughs> Have you seen Lawrence of Arabia? No. Too no, long. I don't you. feel like it. I yeah. hate you. I hate you so much that you would only watch it if Hasselhoff was the star. <laughs> 
I don't I care know. about I don't care about those eyes. I care about the abs. You know. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so he he does this, and then uh, this is uh, so eighty six is when Knight Rider ends. Between then. God, list of works. It's not just filmography. It's a whole list of. That makes it like he's a composer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's composing great performances. His first album was Night Rocker. <laughs> <laughs> Love and feelings. Looking for freedom. Crazy for you, David. Everybody, sunshine. <laughs> you are everything. Do. How many pounds of cocaine were snorted during the sessions of David? <laughs> David Hasselhoff sings America. Don't worry, I've already clicked. He to performed see what was on the on Berlin Wall, right? He did, yes. Yeah, the night before Christmas. <laughs> and then all of his albums after this don't have Wikipedia pages, but one is called "Party Your Hasselhoff." It came out six months ago. Oh, <laughs> David Hasselhoff pandemic record. Let's uh, go. It peaked. Yeah. In t- it peaked in six in Australia and four in Germany. God damn! It's amazing. Germany. What's wrong with those people? <laughs> you depraved fucking they have nation. So much, they've produced so much good music on their own too, and they're like, "But we just love the Hoff." Like, <laughs> that's his highest. That's his highest German album ever. Wow. The people of Germany needed it. They had a really tough time during all all COVID and uh, on "Sings for America." Uh, th- songs you could hear: uh, "Rhinestone Cowboy." Sure. Um, uh, you got California Dreamin'. Oh man, I'm recutting, um, I'm recutting Chunking Express, but it's the David Hasselhoff <laughs> version of California Dreaming. Playing 48 times or whatever. Yeah. Uh, New York, New York, Country Roads, wow. Amazing Grace. This is, this is These pretty boots wide, walking. Uh, wide variety of American classics. Yeah. Yeah. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Uh, so yeah, in 86, he leaves, um, Paywatch, or he leaves uh, Knight Rider, it ends. Uh, he doesn't appear in a movie, and he uh, appears in an episode of Different Strokes as himself. Yeah, he doesn't do anything in those three years. I guess he does as a music career. I would probably chill. If I had done that much Knight Rider, I'd probably, like, hang out on the beach, you know, play my shitty music and, like, just vibe for a while, wait for them to contact me. There were so there were 242 episodes of Baywatch. Hasselhoff appeared in the most with 222. And he was also producing the show. Jeremy Jackson appeared next with 159. That is his that was the character who played his son. I thought that the name but was not familiar, the child but version of the son. That's a different actor. At least oh, the, the one in the oh, pilot okay. movie okay. got recast at least. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked up uh, I was looking up because uh, I was like, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I think it's just a generic name because all he really has is Baywatch, and when I clicked on his uh, page, uh, he told me that in 2017, as a part of a plea bargain, he was sentenced to 270 days in jail for a 2015 stabbing. And I hope decided, no, <laughs> decided to no longer look into it. <laughs> uh, he was also, of course, on Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew because of his yes. steroid addiction. We do, have, we, ha- we do have to chug through two films. Yeah. So we should probably start talking about Let me tell you, the second one's going to be way easier and the first one I have mostly forgotten. Listen, the second one is not going to be easy because there's so much plot. This this is Steven's dream. It's a shame he died trying to save those children from the boat. There's... 
too much. There's <laughs> when that so happens much. with like ten minutes left in the movie, I was like, oh, why? <laughs> yeah. Both of these films right. really get the juice going around the hour five mark. Yeah. It's like, why was it like, what was the point of any of this? Other okay. shit? I'm not looking at the plot synopsis. Panic of Malibu Pier. We've got, <laughs> we're seeing Malibu Beach. We're seeing uh, breasts. We're seeing, we're hot, seeing yeah, hot bods, tone, toned bods everywhere. We're seeing abs. Men and women alike. Hairy just chests. Everyone looking good because it's LA on the beach. No ugly people allowed in Malibu. That's uh, right. And they, they uh, later say, mean, don't bring any of those ugly people to the party. <laughs> Fair. I think then we have Mitch talking to Hobie and Hobie, Hopester. who's 13, but he honestly looks like he, he like, I would have been like, was he like eight? Um, but maybe I showed no concept of what a middle school looks like anymore. Uh, but he's yeah, like, no idea. this girl wants me to rub oil on her back. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Travis, <laughs> I will have words with you. <laughs> for saying, You've done me a great what sounds like. No, what I have done now is I have pulled up your letterboxed because I was curious and you gave this one two and a half stars, two and a half, which is not a good score. Travis, you say that Baywatch panic at what is this panic Panic at Needle Park or whatever? You say that it is equivalent in quality to the red shoes and lost in translation. Yeah, Travis, two, two movies that are boring as shit and I don't like them. That's how I feel about this also. So, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know, talking to Hopester. Hopester's like, how do I rub oil on this girl's back? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like half of it is montages. So I'm like, okay, I know that the next thing that happens the, is a montage. The big thing that happens is, so we get a, a 19-year-old metronomic of Twin Peaks and Riverdale fame later. How uh, long before Twin Peaks is this? Like two years. It's like really not very long. Yeah. She is uh, a weird girl with like a note and a, a cigarette and a lighter or whatever. The longest drops. cigarette. It's like yeah. a 120. It's a cigarillo like, or whatever. It's <laughs> insane how long the cigarette is. It's like a 120. <laughs> she throws this letter in the ocean and she gets up on top of the rail on the boardwalk and bounces on it and then loses her balance and falls underneath the pier. And that's where. Craig, Craig, Parker <laughs> Stevenson uh, is the actor. I, uh, when when he first appeared, I was like, "This is the guy that gets killed in uh, Die Hard, right? Like he's the scummy, the scummy exec oh, who gets he? shot." No, but okay. he's such a fucking like he I, he's eighties movie villain guy. Like he has like a rich face, but also his eyes are really close together. He, he looks like he also looks a lot like Michael Bay. He looks a yes, little. He, does. he also looks a little like he Travolta. Looks, he looks a little bit like young Chevy Chase. He uh, looks he's a lot like, a, like Michael Bay. He looks like Michael Bay. Like, um, Travis, but, Google Michael Bay right now. Yeah, he looks like Michael Bay. <laughs> he looks a lot like Michael Bay. Just okay, this guy does look like Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he rescues her, does CPR. We we'll, we see she a lot of fucking CPR on this show. Yeah, uh, she, every fucking uh, five minutes. She lovingly yeah. brushes his hair aside, which has got to be a thing that happens way too much when you're a lifeguard. If you're just like in it for the love of the job and not for like pressing like the side of your head against breasts. The uh, scary thing. This is none of this though is scarier than her riding that bicycle because I had a full on panic attack as she oh, just man, was like, let that me was just fucked up. Yeah, going <laughs> through going through swerve. the red light. Yeah, let me just swerve into oncoming traffic basically on like an overpass. Uh, oh, uh. yeah. Listen, if my home life with Leo were as bad as hers is, <laughs> like I'd. 
when she was like, oh yeah, when she like has the bruises, I was like, well, that the the truck driver did it. I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also the uh, Craig. The, yeah, Craig is also a lawyer, um, but he I, really wants to be okay. a lifeguard. Okay, this is where well, we're I gonna have the space. It, what? This is this is. I've seen a lot of things that treat professions in inexplicable ways. I can't like every come into work as a lawyer today. I'm going to go be get a lifeguard. <laughs> I mean, he says that he's like, oh, it's been too long since I felt the sand between my toes. But like, what okay, the goodbye. fuck, dude? Like, hey, what we, the- we, we've been preparing this case. We're, go- we're litigating today. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Just going to the beach, seeing him up there. And <laughs> look at my lawyer dog. I'm going to jail. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> This I guy just, being seduced I, by a 19 year old or just. the part later where they're just like there because the Hasselhoff gets, you know, the, the thing with him is that this felt like a like episode, you know, six season three of something yeah. because he's yeah. been promoted. His ex-wife loves him, but hates him or whatever. Yeah. But um, you see the office that the, the lifeguards are working in and you have guys walking around wearing like. You know, like collared shirts dressed like fucking sheriffs. Yeah. And then you also have dudes just walking around wearing small red swimsuits. And, and I was the like, half this doesn't shirt. feel like a good. When are <laughs> we bringing no back the half shirt? You be the change you want to yeah. see in the world, Matt. Yeah, I thought Ezekiel Elliott was bringing the crop tops uh, for men back anyway years ago, but didn't catch on. So yeah, Mitch uh, Buchanan, which is the Hasselhoff character, he's been promoted to lieutenant. Um, cause like they're part of the coast guard. Like they're not just like, these are not like volunteer lifeguard at your pool. Like, is this how lifeguards work? I guess. Uh, I mean, the show involves yes. the coast guard heavily. Uh, so he's a Lieutenant now he's, yeah, he's a suit. He's got to wear, he's got to wear dress shoes. shoes. Yeah. And shit. And he's, he doesn't even like socks. Not happy about it. They talk about getting wet so much of this. And we meet the rookie class. So we've got Eddie Kramer, who's the Billy Warlock character. Who's a brooding, you know, sad, sad boy who had been through Go been birds, the baby. system. Because they're like, he's not from here, and he's wearing an Eagles crop uh, tie as he skates to work. Yeah, uh, it's a Philadelphia Eagles, and then I shouted, go birds. And then we meet uh, Shawnee McLean, uh, who's not dressed properly. She's wearing, like, a, a two-piece, and they're like, there's no, there's nowhere to have the lifeguard patch on it, so you got to change into the iconic red singlet swimsuits. I honestly thought they were just going to like stitch a lifeguard patch directly above her areola. <laughs> they might as well have. Uh, like I was like, yeah, it's Baywatch. Anything's on the table. And then there's a guy named Trevor Cole who's Australian and does dick bag. I might. Cool I might. Flips. Listen, in Australia, I am on posters. Eh? I'm on cereal boxes. I don't eat cereal. I got I so... That was, that was a weird scene. <laughs> I guess this, that was so one medical. of the more uncanny scenes where people just like react and then the camera lingers on them for like a couple seconds too long before it cuts. And it really like it felt like everybody in that scene was a fucking alien. <laughs> My favorite part of this and it's somewhere in here is just when they're just like, I don't know what to do to fill the time on this pilot movie. What if we just did what it basically is like a war on drugs music video of crane shots of people at the beach? I feel like that's probably what the entire show is like. Maybe it's good. They, they really run out the clock a lot in both of these films of just establishing shots and just like lingering shots of like beautiful women. I really think, yeah, I really think I could have cut this thing down to 11 minutes flat. <laughs> <laughs> like there were, I was really hard pressed as I was watching not to hit the skip 30 seconds when it was just yeah. like, here's somebody applying suntan lotion. And I was like, yeah, if I hit with skip, a wipe. 
yeah, if I hit skip, will I just miss anything? Or will <laughs> no, I just, you it's just going to be more yeah. of this? I got uh, up listen. a few times to like get wine and stuff, and it really, I'm yeah, every, I did not miss it. I'm any red blooded American. I, you know, listen, I, you know, I, I Lo- lo- you know, love love a woman watching this show. We all appreciate like, a big natural here. I understand. Yeah, yeah that's a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah, watching this show felt like eating a whole tin of brownies. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like so much, so much, and nothing, nothing of substance. Just yeah. utterly repulsive at a certain point. Yeah, <laughs> not at a certain point. Very quickly. Yeah. Once you yeah. have one brownie, you're like, what a delicious treat. Second brownie, it's like, ooh, do I dare? Third brownie, people are like, dog, you are you going through something? Rest of the pan, yeah. they're just like, I well, it was great to see <laughs> you're you. Forest, you're Forrest McNeil Can I offer a, a, a second? Um, this show felt to me like uh, like tartar, like beef tartar, where like I actually started to feel like sick because of the f- amount of flesh that I had consumed. <laughs> Remember that time point. where you and me ate? <laughs> you can't do. <laughs> you remember that time where we ate uh, uh, like uh, a full. Serving of tartar in one and a half minutes <laughs> because they had forgotten to put it in, and our reservation at the other restaurant we were going to was coming up. You got to So go we to told the other two folks. people that we were with to go on ahead. We'll be right behind them, and we're they hadn't made it to their this. car when we had we had left, and they were like they had just brought it out. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so, you know, everyone's, they're given their assignments or whatever. It's a big day at the beach. It's a nice, beautiful summer day. Uh, we see everyone just running, like, they don't yeah. appear to run to everyone. There's just, so like, many emergencies. They're just sprinting even so when there's not emergency. Ones. But then we get... When was the last and, time and, you guys were at the beach? Uh, February 2020, probably, when I was in Florida. Did you move at any elevated speed on the beach? No. It's hard to do. Because I, I, uh, I, the last time I was at the beach was... Um, June of 2021 and I was playing frisbee and if the frisbee wasn't thrown to me and I needed to pick up speed I wasn't catching the frisbee yeah. like I can't go, I can't ah, imagine having a, a job that is only basically running through sand all yeah. the time horrible yeah. anyway they're running around and Trevor's leering at uh, a babe applying sunscreen and then there's Wait, well, hold on. Uh, you know what? This is somewhere in there when the son asks, "Is it okay to apply sunscreen to a woman on her back?" Yeah, like is that's just a thing friends do. And Hasselhoff's like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like, "What about the front?" And Hasselhoff's like, "Look at my son. Look at this little player." Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. This is gross. These thirteen-year-olds. I, like, I want to think about this. This this nine-year-old or six-year-old <laughs> or I don't know. Evangelion was more than or enough. Twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> I, I don't need more. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Anyway, then there's a riptide. Uh, a bunch of people are getting getting dragged right. by the riptide. So like half the lifeguard crew, uh, you know, goes and rescues them. And Trevor like ignores one swimmer to go rescue the the hot babe. Uh, and so this or he, instead like, of two boys, like, instead of two small boys that he could have saved. This is like forty minutes into the movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's like, fine. Where Blaze is uh, where is it where we get to talk about the one as you know all star from these two episodes? Shit, Wendy Malick? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else was she in that we watched? Frasier, baby. Oh, she's in Frasier. Frasier. Okay. She's like a that she, a that girl yeah, in general. No, she's the uh the new she's the, she's new mom in Frasier. Yeah. yeah. And she's old mom in Baywatch, apparently. Uh and uh Boom. Fucking yeah, roasted. It's divorced, you know, divorcing <laughs> Mitch and trying to get full custody of Ho- Hobie and 
I uh, love that. So I, I I love the way that they talk about her because it's very clear that Hasselhoff has create or the way she talks about him because it's very clear that Hasselhoff has creative control in some capacity on yeah. this because he's not allowed to be made out to be a bad person yeah, in this. It's just like, <laughs> She's like I want the trial. You just like the job too much. Yeah, yeah. You're it's too very heroic. Like, no, you're great. Everyone loves you. Of course, you'd want to hang out with you. You're a lifeguard. And I was like, if I met somebody who is an adult and they're like, I'm a lifeguard, I'd be like, that's cool. And then I would walk over Dude, and be like, you could Why? not measure with any instrument how fast I would be out of that room. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, oh, my wine's gone as I completely drain my glass. I was of inspired wine. to become a lifeguard by Julie Taylor and the Swede. So yeah, Mitch chews out. <laughs> Mitch chews out Trevor for prioritizing the the hot babe and he's just like you're mad because i was faster than you yeah why are you irish i because i make fun of steven so much and i don't know how to do an australian accent anymore crikey all i have all i have i ran fast you to save that deborah or whatever they're called or uh deborah no what is it um sheila sheila's uh he went to save the sheila sorry i fucked up my australian stereotyping uh, that happens. We're allowed to stereotype uh, against. There's Australia, also a, Shelley is in the or in the in like the lifeguard thing, getting nursed back to health after almost dying. Oh, That's Lori, it. yeah, Shelley is her Twin Peaks character, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, right. That was happening before. Is yeah, she got nursed back to health and uh, is clearly into Craig. Asked uh, to keep his sweatshirt. Yeah. People in TV shows be going through each other's bags. I one of the thoughts I had. Would you ever um, do that? Go through somebody's bag. Yeah. What do you? There's nothing you're gonna find in somebody's private bag that you're gonna like. Yeah. No. Like that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, also, like in the modern world, like it'd just be like, cool. I found their phone. It's locked. What happens next? Um, so Hoff Hoff talks to the old old ass guy who's somehow affording to live. In in a multi story place with like a rooftop view of the beach. I think they all live there. I don't, I'm so confused by uh, the housing setup here. Salary? I don't know what the is this and like a weird condo a fo- that they're set up with? A painting. <laughs> he's doing and he's like, Will you help me fill in the fish? And there's white spots exactly in the shape of fish. Of he's this doing a paint by numbers. Painting. It's, <laughs> it's a paint right. by numbers. It's completely Matt. insane. And he's talking about, uh, like, he keeps calling the ocean the great lady, and he says, the great lady has always been my mistress. Uh, but great Hoff line. is there to talk to him because he's been instructed by the oh, yeah, guy above dude, like, him. Everyone on the show is piercing blue eyes. So, like, the other guy with piercing blue eyes told him, he was like, you got to get Al out of there because he wasn't fast enough. Finally, I feel represented old. on television. Uh, so he's like, you got you to gotta put him out to stud, basically, and, like, get him, get him off the sand. You mean put him out to pasture. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He's gonna go produce more lifeguards. What about the stud would be like? All right, we need to we need to get this guy's bloodline going. Yeah, ladies, come yeah, through. Yeah, they need more owls. But yeah, him, he's gotta, him not making it in time for the Riptide was such a non sequitur because it was sandwiched between montages. I didn't notice that happened. Yeah, like, because, yeah, because you start tuning out the shit. It's like okay, well, this isn't a breast. This is just some old guy running. And he didn't get in the water. Is that supposed to be significant? <laughs> I guess he was a character. I don't remember being introduced to it's him. It's the pilot. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> this is, I don't this know. is, this right is a film. <laughs> but Mitch has got a Mitch's got to fire him, and he's like, I understand. Basically, like, well, sucks, he's not like he's no, 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 no. It's not that he fault. has to fire him. It's that they have to Get ground him, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like until he hits retirement age, they take. They basically, yeah, he's, he's like, I need your badge job. and your gun. Yeah. yeah. 
I need your lifeguard badge and your lifeguard gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls out like a, a laminated badge and then like a harpoon gun. Anyway, also in the Riptide, there was a young girl that was rescued and they had to perform CPR on her and Shawnee got too uh, scared to do you it. You were saying these oh, yeah. names. <laughs> and I'm just like, sure. Yes, there was a Shawnee. Shawnee was the girl with the two-piece that, yeah. whatever. She's the young, experienced one, and then she was afraid to she do it. She couldn't do it. She couldn't do CPR. She couldn't do it, so she they saved the girl anyway, but she was worried she you know, should have blamed herself for the girl's death if it had happened, yeah. um, which I guess I understand. So, sorry to Shawnee, but uh, Jill consoles her. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, Craig had his wife uh, come hang out at the beach with them, and sinister music plays while. Okay, hold on, hold on. I want to talk about his wife. Yeah, Gina. Hecht. Did you hear how he explained? Do you remember how he explained how they met? No. He said it Matt, wasn't a rescue, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Madchen's just like, did you also rescue him? Yeah, and he's like, no. Uh, we met on the stand. Uh, I'm a lawyer. She was the one witness I couldn't figure out. And because she bested me, I had to marry her. And I heard all of that and I was like, bro, what? Bro, what? Why did they make him a lawyer? There's no reason he needs to be a lawyer. He should be disbarred, I think. Well, yes. It was after the case. Why is he a lawyer? He should be disbarred. <laughs> I am. I I will bet my life, Travis. I will bet my life on the idea that in one of these episodes he commits something that is a disbarring offense. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd venture to say if he appears practicing law at any point in the show within that episode, every single time he does something that would get him disbarred in real life. It's a shame that Steven no, couldn't make it on this episode law, because he's the one with the lawyer dad and is also the one who has the most experience being in the water since he did get that scuba diving license. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Sinister Music plays while Lori, uh, the metronomic character, watches him, uh, you know, hang out with his wife. And so she goes and keys her car. <laughs> uh, I really, while I was watching this, because, you know, I know her from Twin Peaks and um, being on River. Is she still so, on Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe good for her or I, I she's getting probably, paid. I, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Anyone who's uh, ever on any show, I'm just like, I'm glad you're getting paid. Yeah, I'm glad you're I, mm, there are It's hard out here like, for oh. actors sometimes. Like, gang study work is good. Good for you. And you get to play Alice Cooper. Yeah. You're right. Oh, fuck, that is the character's name. You get to, uh, but you no, get I was looking at her and I was just like, Not anymore. She's, just a, she's just a specific type of just like pretty. I'm just surprised that she wasn't in more things in a bigger name. Yeah. Because she absolutely. just has those sorts mm -hmm. of like classical looks that I'm just like She's the only person who's ever had that hair texture who looked good with it. She has yeah, very yeah. she has a very distinctive look, although there's also a little bit of like nineties Kate Winslet, I feel like looked like her. Um but there was some fucking manosphere weird Twitter guy I remember last summer like posting like a picture of her and being like women who have this phys physiognomy don't exist anymore or whatever, like because of the dang, whatever the soy boys or who knows why, what? but just like, he was like, they don't exist anymore. And people are like, you mean women don't style their eyebrows that way anymore? Cause that's all that is. <laughs> like <laughs> she doesn't have like a unique skull shape. She just has distinctive eyebrows that she styled <laughs> in a certain way. That's not popular in the way that it was in the nineties. It's okay. People do look like her. She's still alive yeah, also. <laughs> like yeah. she's not that old. She's like 50. She's something. on a show that you can watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 
It was very stupid. Uh, but I was thinking they about are that some. They are some distinct eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've lost track of what happens in what order, so I might as well just finish out each of these plots individually. So yeah, keys, keys, genus car. Later, there's a big, very strange party with an indoor pool, and there's a band I playing. And this looks like a blast. And Eddie's very strange. Eddie's very solid. There's a band playing around. on the stairs. They set up on <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking stairs on the staircase with this pink bass. It reminded me of when TV on the radio played, I think it was Letterman, but they played from a fire escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was like, oh, this is very cool staging. At this party, Lori uh, seeks out Gina to talk to her and be like, oh, I, oh, oh, before all that happened is when she goes to, his, she broke into his fucking lifeguard his quarters tower. or whatever it is, tower wearing a kimono and was like, have your way with me. Uh, yeah, and take then, me, man meat. Yeah, <laughs> basically, basically that. And then, uh, <laughs> whatever, uh, this one dude sees them as Craig's being like, put those things away. Like, I don't want to, like, get out of here. Like, go and use, like, it's some kind of victim complex thing. You understand. It's like to this ugly guy. Like, that's why he's there. It's like the one not hot guy on the lifeguard. He's like, oh, has that ever happened to you? I'm sure it does all the time. And he's like, no. And like drives off in his truck or whatever. Anyway. Nobody ever falls in love with me after yeah. I save them. So he sends her away. But later at this party, she seeks out Gina, pretends she doesn't know who she is, talks to her in the bathroom bathroom about like she got rescued and she loved this lifeguard and says you know we we made love right there in his tower to the sound of the waves and seagulls <laughs> like the most annoying bird in existence <laughs> be like this is my ambient sound is just <laughs> like stealing a sandwich like i don't know that's basically the plot of the lighthouse though uh <laughs> making love in a tower I'll the sound of waves and seagulls i'll show be if Defoe played <laughs> oh, the <I> main <laughs> guy <laughs> <laughs> is this dream I mean at all times a dream about Defoe phase but is this when he's got the long hair oh man actually you know what no this is like wild at heart era him so never mind <laughs> horrible pencil mustache that's specifically that character David Lynch's Baywatch would be amazing <laughs> David Lynch probably loved this show because it's Americana or some shit I, I, I would I, bet I honestly discovered Metronemic exactly. from this yeah. I was wondering I almost like I was trying to figure out a way to google it like how did she get cast in Twin Peaks? And I was like, I'm like 99% sure it's because she was on Baywatch. So she interrupts this whole party to yell about how she totally had sex with Craig uh, <laughs> and isn't making it up. And Craig, like, and the party's like, stop the ugly silent. guys there like, for some reason at yeah, the party, even though they said, don't like, bring ugly him, people to the party. It. And he's like, mm -hmm. so, unfortunately, when you Google David Lynch Baywatch, you get a lot of links because of the fact that David Lynch's The Art of Life came out the same week that the Baywatch film came out. Mm. But there was an article at Rolling Stone that just said, Baywatch, David Lynch, Lizzie Goodman. And I was like, did Lizzie Goodman write an article <laughs> on Baywatch SEO. and David oh. Lynch? Holy shit. Oh, no. Never mind. Anyway, so he's in deep shit with his wife, although she pretty quickly is like, oh, that girl's insane. Okay. Yeah. Uh and this they, is the part then, where we transition to being what should be an 80s horror film. Because the only difference in tone that you would need is if Shelley actually commits the murder instead of being foiled. Yeah. Because the plot where she, like, makes the wife take her, like, under well, the pier. Well, we're skipping some stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
so they go, uh, they visit her. So first, like, she's, she, he's, like, arguing with his wife, and then she calls, and she's like, I will kill myself if you don't come to the tower right now. So, like, they go together, and she's got rope burns on her neck. And they figure, like, something's got to be wrong at home, or dad must yeah, have done Leo that to this. her or something. Uh, so Leo. they go, and they Leo? visit. Leo. Hmm? Is it Leo? Okay. So they go visit her family. Her mom is played by Veronica Cartwright from Alien and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. She's there for five seconds, and it's like, Queen. hey, I know that face. Uh, and she's going to be like, her dad died when she was, like, 10. Like, she has, like, a mental issue. Like, she just got back from, like, from a mental she hospital. Says, she says it's starting up again. She just got home from the hospital. Yeah. Like, did it stop? I guess not. Uh, and then they're like, oh, shit, I left her with my wife. Uh, <laughs> so she takes Gina to the pier and is like, help me bury this letter to my father. Uh, after she'd stolen like a buoy a buoy knife from from her bag yeah. or something, so she's like, "Help me! Let's go under this creepy pier where I, you know, may or may not have tried to kill myself and help bury this thing." And then she's like, "Can you bury it for me?" And, and Gina looks at the letter and it's if like, "You've seen any of these fucking movies that I've seen? You go goodbye, yeah, goodbye. I'm not fucking involved in this anymore." Yeah, she's like there's sinister music playing all around us. I don't want because this this. If they had followed the tone of what I was seeing on screen, would have exploded into like thirty seconds of insanely gruesome violence, and then it's revealed that actually she uh, spoilers for uh, Sleepaway Camp. It turns <laughs> out that she was actually all of this time the son of somebody, but because they already had a son, they raised her as a daughter, and that just really messed with her mentally. So that's why she's gone on this revenge tour. I'm really serious. I apologize if you continue to listen to that and will later in life see Sleepaway Camp because That's really the I hadn't seen it. I didn't know that about Sleepaway Camp. Camp. Oh, did you not? Oh, Travis, I thought you had seen it. Oh, no. I feel awful. So she, so Shelly slash Alice like backs the wife <laughs> up against name is like Lori. this chain link fence and is like, I'm going to stab you, which like imagine, like you could see the horror framing of it. Like, hus- like Craig runs up. Mm-hmm. Wife is against the fence, getting stabbed. Like, yeah. ah, <laughs> it's perfect, and they fucked it up because he like somehow stops. It was like unclear what he did to fence. subdue her. Uh, she had also written a fake suicide note for Gina. Classic, good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he, they, he's someone? able to get the knife out of her hands, and unclear what they do, but he wins. You know, yeah. whatever. That's the end it's of the fine. Lori character. He stabs her. He does not stab her. her repeatedly. Oh, we skipped over the uh, the statue in the background of the, oh, the heated the conversation. Buddha that looks the like Buddha it's doing with this. the glowing eyes that's it like also, lounging. It, I don't think it's actually lounging. I think there's another thing behind it that makes it look like it has an arm, an arm and that it's doing the like leaning <laughs> leaning over pose. Ian, did you not notice this? It is Buddha. Did I have a stroke? I did not notice <laughs> this either. But we both noted that. I was just like, Buddha just chilling. <laughs> I can't believe just like Tonally, I was like, Baywatch, it's just going to be people running on a beach, and it's just like, crazy girl. Sexy rescues. Well, no, it's just like, crazy girl, you got got, uh, sad sack ex-husband. Oh, my God, there's still a whole fucking, there's a boat explosion. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. I mean, the last thing is, so Al, the guy who's being kicked upstairs, he's out on like a fishing slash 
like restaurant boat or whatever and there's a guy in the kitchen who's <laughs> like boat. who's like let me turn the propane, propane tank let off? me change the propane tank and let it, let it run and then I'll light a cigarette I was like is he doing this <laughs> on purpose was he trying to kill all these people yeah he's working <laughs> for the guy that's so in the finale it. movie <laughs> yeah you know Sato uh, so the boat <laughs> fucking explodes with 10 well, minutes hold left on. of this hold on it's nowhere. not just that the boat explodes one you get like because like he's taking the sun fishing explosion. he's taking Hasselhoff sun fishing right. yeah yeah and so they're, they're on the boat. At one point, apparently what has happened is he, the kid is like, well, he's the lifeguard. And the woman is like, if he's a lifeguard, then I'm, you know, It's like the whatever. only black person we see in either of these episodes is a guy It's like, who's like, that's not a lifeguard or whatever. He's just there to like talk <laughs> Look at that him. old man. Look at that old loser. <laughs> and and Hobie's like, he's a the legend in the sea or in the water. And he's like, tell oh, him. Tell he him. was like, I'm a legend in the water. <laughs> then Bob Odenkirk's there and he's like, he's great <laughs> in the know, water. This- he rescued me three times. It's just not. Ju- it's not just though that like you see like they've turned the propane tank on and then he lights the cigarette. It's like propane tank. Cut back to the conversation. Zoom in on the propane tank. Back to the conversation. Closer shot of the propane tank. Back to the conversation. Another shot of the propane tank. At this point, we are just straight up on the neck of the propane tank. Propane is just shooting <laughs> out. Did of Hank Hill direct just, like, this episode? Is he just teaching about propane? Or like a lighter. Right, and you're this like, guy who has a Zoolander gas station scene level of like awareness of like <laughs> what to do around him blows up the whole fucking boat. I <laughs> wish this guy was Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wham's playing. Um, and the, yeah, so the boat explodes <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> it just keeps this blowing the up. Just, yeah. It blows up every so angle they had of it. It explodes. It explodes, and then. Um, uh, Al is just shouting like Hubie, Hubie, and Hobie, then it explodes Hobie. again, or Hobie or whatever. Yeah, Hubie, yeah, yeah, like they Adam Sandler been, Halloween movie. They should have all been Hubie incinerated Halloween. the way that this is blowing up. Like, I thought everyone died. I yeah. thought we were getting the tragic backstory for Hasselhoff. They showed that his son died and his best friend slash father figure died. I thought they were going full Manchester by the Sea on oh, our ass. Anyway, a bunch of them get stuck underneath. Uh, they're underwater, but like have air because they're under a capsized. Yeah, you know, you you all took intro chemistry. You've learned this. We've all seen. Uh, we've all yeah. seen Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean whatever. Yeah. Where they um, yeah, you know, right. Curse of the Black Pearl, where they do that. But yeah, they're underwater, and uh, so earlier, significantly, Al had talked about how he used to just free dive for like three minutes, because <laughs> it comes in handy here when like him and Mitch have to rescue the survivors that are underneath there by diving pretty deep and like having to crowbar like a hole in in the boat thing to get them out through and if it were Vanderbeek he'd just punch it whatever they make the rescue and then Al uh, do- Al doesn't uh, survive he doesn't make forever. it he doesn't make yeah. it he drowned uh, he's, there. he's not responsive to CPR or uh, CPR take a shot because his legs got tangled in the fishing net so he was down there <laughs> and then Hasselhoff goes down to get his corpse and easily frees him from the fishing net. Like, absolutely no. I mean, he wasn't like, he's dead. Gotta get him. He was like, he's no, still no. down there. Oh, he's shit. He's still down there. Get this guy couldn't free himself fighting for his life. Hasselhoff is just like, <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> takes him up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they have the sea funeral for him. And they're like, Al lives in everyone of from us. From the PA system of the boat. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Hasselhoff gets up there and he's like, tomorrow. Or in a few short hours, fighters from around this world will unify. You know, just like yeah, the <laughs> PA funeral. 
It's so fucking... You got the Coast Guard out there. You got the guy who told him that Al was too old to do the job, smugly smiling, because he was right, but at what cost? <laughs> and that's the end of Baywatch. <laughs> the panic at Malibu Pier, basically. Uh, it ends... It, weirdly enough, it ends the exact same way that Battlestar Galactica's pilot ends. <laughs> Someone standing in a lifeguard tower holding a just the well, no, board it's just thing a rousing speech at a funeral. A rousing speech at a funeral, and you're like, "Who's this guy that died? What's the deal here?" Yeah, this so. sucked. <laughs> yeah, not I, I definitely would not. If this had been <laughs> thirty minutes long, like it got the juice going, it did. Like there was fun shit in here, but it was three times longer than it needed to be. <laughs> I understand why the studio executives were probably like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." What if we just only showed women running in slow motion? But also, it was a soap opera. Yes. Yeah, like there was a kernel in here that I don't know. I I could have enjoyed, and I, yeah, I, I kind of shut my brain being crazy. I was like, yes, that, that was awesome. This. Yeah, it's just like every all every plot point that we talked about was in the last third. The, everything with the sun could just be cut out, other than the boat explosion. Yeah, like, Hobie oh, did, my son's on that boat. Oh yeah, Done. Hobie Problem also solved. failed to rub oil on that girl's back. Some other boy did. Oh, it. he's pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> grow up, kid. Worm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some other He'll guy lie just awake comes thinking in about just... that moment when he's like 28 when he's going to bed. And it's yeah. Like, after ah, after he up. goes on some bad Tinder date and is like, yeah. yep, my whole fucking life. Yeah, it's I've been put like me this. on the wrong path. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hobie. Except we learn that's quite the opposite is true. Uh, yeah, he, he becomes the Hobster. Yeah. So Baywatch obviously gets a series order, wildly successful. After season nine, it moves to Hawaii uh, because it was cheaper to film there. Um, probably more fun. Yeah, whatever. Did they have good you know, DUI change location? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, and then the cast changes for the 86 millionth time, and uh, little baby Jason Momoa is cast uh, as a guy uh, named Jason. Yeah, um, I can't. I can't get over his smooth face. He looks so not like a beefy dude in this. Yeah. It's weird. He look, Yeah, he looks like when he looks like people appear on Degrassi the next generation. Yeah. And you're like, that guy's handsome, but then he grows the beard and he styles the hair differently and you're like, oh. And he wow. becomes like a you know big, swole, yeah. more classically shaped Polynesian man or whatever, I guess, <laughs> than... Here he rules. Yeah. I'm yeah, so really like pro him. Jason Momoa. He's yeah. also like one of those celebrities who just seems to have fun, which yeah. is good, like what they should do. Yeah. I watched his GQ um, uh, like 10 things I can't live without video because I was like, this is probably going to be pretty entertaining. And it was ridiculous <laughs> when he's just like, yeah, listen, I just love these vintage cameras. And then he pulls out like this gaudy all gold camera. And then he's like, I can't live without my guitar. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, yes. you are exactly who I <laughs> yes. think you are. And I love this. <laughs> God. So the show runs. uh you know, Baywatch Hawaii last two seasons. Hasselhoff left after the first one of them. Uh, when did he stop I just producing the show? Or did he never stop I think stop he kept producing. producing. He, 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 like, never, he never stopped producing. He's got he got to get those checks. Yeah. He's but, like, listen, I can't be in these. I got to go record three more albums that are going <laughs> to that are gonna hit 7, 12, and 43rd on the German charts. <laughs> Do you make money if you chart in Germany? Germany's huge, dude. Yeah, Germany's probably. Big, but and like, also surrounding countries. Like know, he's big in Austria too. He's probably big. The population in of Germany is eighty-three million people. I mean, that's nothing compared to how many people watch Baywatch. 
That is that is true. The pop and this was a, this is now the population of the United States is three hundred and twenty nine million. So you're saying like, oh, can you get by on being in something can as you get big by? as by? That's different. Yeah, you listen, listen. Th- think of all of the weird like English only comedians that never translate and have more money than we will ever have in our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's in a bigger media. He's in a bigger market than that. Although he did, he you know was broke from paying alimony and stuff allegedly. But well, that's just his own mistake. <laughs> right. His life. Yeah. He uh, yeah. His personal life is a whole other can of worms. Is he is he similar to Mitch, where he will he would get swept up in bizarre money making schemes, <laughs> probably <and laughs> tax fraud. If you yeah. if you want to feel good about yourself, the photos, the, some of the current photos of Hasselhoff are part of also the reason why it's like right or the infamous only- video or the hamburger thing and whatever. He he had an alcohol problem. It's not good. This, yeah. There's this photo of him flexing. He's got a Band-Aid on his arm. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's to promote the COVID vaccine. Right. It's not for America, though. It's part of the German campaign to yeah. get the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, of course. He of lives there most of the time. I he also, su- he also His Wikipedia says he supports this like random Scottish uh, soccer club that was like <laughs> Partick something or other that like never heard of that's like not even necessarily in the Premier League in any given time. Uh, Partrick Partrick Thistle FC, yeah, <laughs> like some neuro network generated Scottish soccer <laughs> club that he, he roots for. Anyway, so he left, and then the show finally gets canceled after season eleven. Uh, in two thousand three, they're like, you know what was really popular? Baywatch. You know, what people like now, reunion episodes. What if we did a direct to video movie? With bring back all the, is the one who, It's Fox. Fox is the one who's like, let's do this. Yeah. Because it was, you know, NBC first season canceled syndication, then Fox for the finale. Okay. I'm sorry. You said uh, Hasselhoff uh, could not afford this. The, the, we got to get back on the stats of his, um, oh boy. Do, uh, the, the alimony. Alimony oh boy. of $252,000 a year. Okay. He said he couldn't pay this. Uh, to his ex-wife because he had less than four thousand in cash to his name, so it feels good to know that I have more money than David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made a hundred and twelve thousand dollars a month. Now, oh, you know what? This did get aired on Fox. Okay, I saw elsewhere someone call it a direct uh, video, but it, it was made. It has the now, feeling of a direct now, video. Film. He made a hundred and twelve thousand dollars a month, so that is more than my salary for a year. So I feel bad again. He couldn't due to alimony. He said so. It's due to alimony taxes and living expenses. He had little left because he spent. But spent. They, they don't. They just gloss over this. Where it's like, yeah, he made one hundred and twelve thousand dollars a month, but he was spending sixty six thousand dollars a month. How? And then he had alimony taxes and living expenses. What are you month in How? month out blowing sixty six k on? I don't think I could do that if I tried to. This is how you live that Nick Cage life where you're like, you I don't know. Castle. Oh, shit. I got to make terrible I, I bought dinosaur bones. Oh, no. Now Mongolia is suing me about these <laughs> dinosaur bones. <laughs> so they're making, they make this movie and they're like, all right. Baywatch, people loved it. But once we moved to Hawaii and all the cast is gone, people didn't care anymore. But let's bring in. We got the Hoff back. We got Pam back. We got Carmen Electra back, even though she only ever did like one season. But she's you know a famous hot person. We're bringing back. Uh, Yasmin Bleeth. We're bringing back Gina Lee Nolan as Neely, who she had been that actress had been replaced already during the main series, but the character yeah. stayed the sure. same. Mm-hmm. And then they Hell just yeah. brought back the original actress to play oh. Neely again. So she oh. went back and forth or whatever. 
uh, and we'll mix them with some of the Hawaii cast or whatever. We'll make this big movie with a big wedding, whatever. So they make this movie called Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding and aired on Fox. Do you uh, know what is not in this movie as much as I hoped for? A Hawaiian fucking wedding. Right. It's a big diversion. I got to see a knockoff James Bond villains like revenge plot. Are you kidding me? So when Hasselhoff left the show, they had him be killed off, apparently. Oh. Uh, but they in this, it's they revealed he had, actually didn't die. He had amnesia and is recovering in Los of Angeles course. Hospital, which is not but, in this, at least no. you found. Like, Ian, that's not you happening. did say it's a soap opera. Yeah, it's like it, missing yeah, I, just that portion. I saw this in the synopsis part, and I was like, what are you talking about? There are zero parts where he did not remember his Yeah, he very life. clearly yeah. remembers he, and blames himself for Stephanie's gruesome death by ship mast. <laughs> that like happened, to me, that happened yeah. to me in a video game, and I feel <laughs> stupid. Uh, he also, you also see, yeah, like he, like his ex-wife is there, and he's like, ah, it's my bitch ex-wife. And it's like, aren't you <laughs> yeah, supposed you to have amnesia? Amnesia? <laughs> <laughs> it must not have been that bad of amnesia, but just slightly bad enough. <laughs> anyway, but he it feels having... very like uh, like I think there's an episode of Futurama where Bender pretends to have amnesia, and it's only in convenient spots where he's like, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh. So at least with what we found, we don't see any of this amnesia shit, but we open with him having a nightmare about Stephanie dying and waking up next to his wife, who looks exactly like Stephanie because she's played by the same actress. I love that. But yeah, she died during the seventh season. Uh, and this is this is. Post season eleven, yeah, he, he's had amnesia for how long? <laughs> Unclear. Uh, at least based on what we were able to watch. Um, so now Taylor Walsh now runs the Baywatch headquarters, where Lee Dyer and JD Darius are now in a relationship. So big news, everyone! Lee and JD are together now. Huge. Uh, this whole movie was fan fiction pairings of characters that didn't know each other previously, uh, which I appreciate that they. Basically, that they did that. Yeah, Hobie's still working. Hobie's still working Baywatch, and he has a huge crush on Summer. Uh, and he's like, I've had a crush on her since I was like ten, and she was like eighteen. And you're yeah, like, bro, bro. And they're like, you're not a young man anymore. Go for it, dude. Do it, Hopester. <sighs> it's just like how there was the thing. Uh, going around during the Harry Potter reunion recently where like Daniel Radcliffe was like, yeah, I had a really big crush on Helena Bottom Carter or whatever, but I was like 14 and she was married to Tim Burton and now she's like, you could hit it if you want. (laughs) And like, (laughs) I would love that for him. That's great. Because I was going to say, can you imagine having a crush that lasts 10 years? I would kill myself. (laughs) So at this beach, um, there is a big photo shoot going on uh, for FHM. By name. I, and someone says, okay. FHM, I love that magazine. It lets us know what men are fantasizing about. <laughs> and there's a big photo shoot going on there. Also, Mitch is has come around, and everyone knows that he's got like this new bow that he's been dating for three months, but he's like totally in love with. Does Does anyone here know what FHM stands for? Uh, for men, I looked it up yesterday. Four men. Yeah, great start yeah, on FHM. Yeah. It's four oh, men. Oh, for... Horny men. <laughs> Basically, it's for horny men, but it wasn't that. <laughs> I'm giving you it. It's for hymns magazine. For, for hymns magazine. For isn't, for that magazine. Pod- isn't that a fucking Isn't that a product that people yeah, sell? for hymns. <laughs> for hymns is the one where it's like, oh, you want to... Do you not want to get bald? Or do you have ED issues? So, uh, Neely is... 
uh, Mitch's ex-wife, apparently. Of course. And she, her character was famous for being very conniving on the show. And so he's like, what? yeah, that's her thing. They she was like, the, she was like the mischievous her. evil one. Yeah. She was the bad girl. Um, Ooh. And she's trying to use a, a trick that has never failed, which is, oh, you really want to divorce me? Well, kiss me first. Yeah. Don't tell me. It'll still turn you on. It's like, you know what? My penis isn't my heart or my brain. Like, like okay, this you can still be hot, Travis. and I don't want to be married to you anymore. It's a different thing. You're conniving. You're known for being conniving. Uh, anyway, uh, during this photo shoot, they're like, we got to get these babes in the water. Like, And they're like, there's horrifying waves out there. And like, it's not going to work. And they're like, no, we have to do it. Consider unionizing your workplace. Yeah. So they go, they shoot the hot models in the water, and then a bunch of them get pulled under by a riptide, uh, including one wearing a mermaid outfit. And Mitch. At and this point, this is where Obi I had to rewind and make sure that they weren't using the uh, the bottom of the camera because it sure looked like they were using the bottom of the camera where they were like, "Here's where the shutter is," and I was like, "This doesn't look right." <laughs> also, they're using like a fucking telephoto lens on this. And they're just like, like, just get in the fucking water and just only have them on the edge. That's how they do this. Anyway, all the babes are getting sucked under, and then uh, Mitch and Hobie <laughs> oh, and <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, everyone, whatever, all the Baywatch lifeguards rescue them. You know, they miraculously save the mermaid one who almost doesn't respond to CPR. Uh, yeah, we get a multi. There's one that's CPR. like just wearing all fringe, and they're like gets stuck in something. It's all, it's a disaster, uh, but they save the models. And then this whole thing never comes up again. Um, but they're like, good job, everyone. You did the mandatory rescue, uh, portion of Baywatch. Then Hobie finally gets to meet Stephanie and learn that Mitch wants to marry her. And it's proposed using his mother's wedding ring. Uh, I also skipped over another Neely quote, which was, if you want to know the truth about a guy, hug him and pay close attention. And you'll be like, is he a good hugger? You know, is he? Does he do the one arm? Does he do both arms? Yeah. Is do you he feel like comforted? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, is no, his, does he have bony shoulders? Got a boner. Sorry. Now, what is that? I'm Hassel playing a new character. I'm yeah. playing a new character <laughs> who doesn't understand any. <laughs> All right. So, California. Whatever. Oh, Hobie's yeah. like, that's weird. Yeah, there's the California Oh Yeah song, which is the worst <laughs> song I've ever heard in my life. And they're like, let's get married in Hawaii and we can see CJ. And like, she and lives there like, now. CJ. And then they're like, here's a five minute glam. <laughs> yeah. Here's a five minute frame right, of Pamela Anderson in the middle of this fucking show. She's meditating. Okay. She's thinking about things that happened well, on the show before. She's, she's and experiencing just being like, a flash sideways. Yeah. <laughs> She's thinking about she's her own side like, boob. Um, like, um, <laughs> she's, she's like, Liberty Ford's in. Oh, that's for the Cleveland's. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's just meditating, thinking about when she was the biggest sex symbol in the world yeah. for the 1990s. Um, I can't. So I don't think I've ever really had like much exposure to Pamela Anderson. It's mm-hmm. very much like a figure I'm aware of, but not one I'm yeah. particularly familiar with. Could not get over her voice. She sounds it's, like a cartoon a mouse. Voice. She does, yeah. She sounds like Tom. She sounds like Thomas and Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk about her career a little bit too, because she has yeah, also sure. an interesting, also an interesting arc where she was discovered uh, in the stands at a Canadian football game. Uh, became like wow, a, and became like a spokesmodel for like a beer company. 
pre-work Pam Anderson yeah. like looks so not familiar to me at all. It's right. like a different like, person. It like it is interesting that she's the most like this person obviously had a lot of work done thing, but and everyone was like, Yeah, but I like it, you know? And you yeah. know, that's fine, it's I guess. Good work. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like she, you know, she famously that she got implants and then got even bigger implants after being in, in Playboy and then was on Baywatch, married Tommy Lee after young, dating for young three days. Pamela Anderson Look like advertising Labatt looks like Sarah Michelle Geller. At no other point in life does Pamela Anderson look like Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> Which is it? We- it's weird. Not not that there's anything wrong with Sarah Michelle Geller, but it's weird to imagine like I love your guys Geller. seeing her in the stands and being like, "This is the hottest woman ever. We got to make her the model for our company." Right. Which is what happened to Pam Anderson. Anyway, yeah, she gets gets a boob job. Marries Tommy Lee from Motley Crue after three days of dating has a very infamous sex tape with him. You know, does Baywatch for five seasons, explodes popularity. Uh, she also married Kid Rock briefly. She dated Brett Michaels. She like, whatever. She had a thing all, with rock all stars. Those fucking dudes. Yeah. Just like the, um, and yeah, that was the whole thing. And then she became a big animal rights activist, which is why I assume that she asked for the sea turtle thing that happens in this movie. That feels like, you know, her idea. And like, she basically just played like sort of, variations of like playing off her own status as a sex symbol for stuff where she was in the movie barbed wire or whatever she there's stripperella which stan lee's involved with where there's like an animated pam anderson uh, i love i yeah. love so i'm at pam uh, pamela anderson's wikipedia page it's a pretty normal wikipedia page you know early life career subheadings early modeling entertainment career reality television Dancing around the stars, or dancing with the stars around the world, dancing on ice. You're like, yeah, sure. Activism, animal rights, pornography, Julian Assange, AIDS. Wait, I'm sorry. What a minute. Wait. wait oh I'm yeah, sorry, she what? was There's like bringing Julian Assange, Assange, Assange in the Ecuadorian embassy or wherever in the what? UK. Like in a 2016 statement to People, she called WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange a hero. She stated he's done everything. He's done everyone a great service. Everyone in the world has benefited because of WikiLeaks. Uh, yeah. While decrying elaborate plots against him and made up sexual uh, uh, sexual allegations that could result in him being extradi- extradited to the U.S. where he would not be treated fairly because of his exposure of truth, she would uh, appear wow. and on a Fox uh, on a, on Tucker Carlson and ask Donald President Donald Trump to pardon Julian Assange. And I would like to go back and show somebody who was super into <laughs> Pamela Anderson in the nineties. <laughs> Just like, yeah, so here's a shot of her asking President Donald Trump to... President ex- ex- Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, but that's also... I can't believe that he didn't pardon Assange because, like, that's the best appeal he could have had to, to Trump is, like, Pam Anderson went on your favorite show to tell you to pardon this guy, so you should yeah. do it. Like, Glenn Greenwald keeps trying to do that, and it's like, he's not going to listen to you, but you'd think he'd listen to Pamela Anderson. So, but it was a big deal they got her for this reunion, and CJ Parker is her character. She's meditating. She owns a bar in Hawaii. A huge now. bar. Yeah, she owns a, she it looks like basically a resort on its own. They go, you know, they meet up with her like woohoo, big reunion. Uh we meet some other characters that are also like so Eddie is back as is this guy's uh something court or whatever and they'd like be in Australia. It's Bud not Pud Court. I'm going to find Show his character's name. John D Court, played by John Allen Nelson. Uh, she's oh, okay. CJ open, is opening the scroll and she invited all these people for the reunion. So like right. Eddie and John are hanging out together and they're filming sea turtles mating. Uh, and then like a rescue one. <laughs> um, cause they're like working on, they're doing nature 
videography or some shit. Have we gotten sure. as the Carmen Electra uh, Lua dance? Car- yeah, Carmen happened. Electra is doing is that a luau? There's literally I think three cultural different appropriation scenes of her is moderately overblown. Uh, this made me so strongly in favor of of uh, or so strongly against cultural appropriation. Yeah. I believe yeah, that all. I believe that all countries should be sequestered and that people shouldn't be allowed to discuss. <laughs> because you had to watch Carmen Electra dance in a, t- in yes. a coconut bra? Yes. This guy wasn't watching the Spike TV Man Awards or whatever. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I, I can't believe it. I was not. <laughs> when does Jason Momoa show up? Not yet. It takes a while for Jason Momoa to show up. The only thing we've we seen learned... of him so far is those opening credits where they have all of the actors. Yeah. And you see Jason Momoa and he seems to be in hell because they're like, <laughs> I don't know, he's a Pacific Islander. Let's surround him with fire in the dark and he'll dance or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a hula dancer. Uh, her name's Lonnie McKenzie is her character. Sure. And then uh, Yasmin Bleeth's character, Caroline, is an actress. So, like, we get a smash cut at some point to her being, Dude, like, so in this huge fight, and then you're like, oh, she's on, like, a soap. It felt whatever. like we, like, dropped a minute or something, because it was, like, mid-scene. Yeah. And then suddenly we were, it was a total non-sequitur. The most artistic thing that happened in Baywatch. The most artistic, no, the, no, no, no. <laughs> There's an artistic choice that happens later that is one of the most <laughs> depraved, upsetting images I've ever seen put to, put to the medium. Uh, one, one more artistic thing I want to talk about is where Carmen Electra and Pam Anderson are talking and uh, the wind chimes in the that are supposed to be in the background are so much louder than either <laughs> of them speaking. Only you notice the audio <laughs> mixing on all so these things. so loud. What's it like to be Matt Ciani? Someone will ask me and I'll be like, well, he once watched the Baywatch finale movie and got really mad about the audio mixing of the wind chimes. <laughs> uh, CJ introduces Lonnie to to John and Eddie and John's clearly already like very into her instantly. We also get to see, uh, we finally do see Jason, uh, uh, he plays a character named Jason Iowane. I assume that's how this pronounced. Are you, I, I, I'm on the record earlier on this podcast. I think Jason Momoa is great. When I am shown a character played by an actor at an early point in that actor's career, and it is just their name, my only (laughs) assumption is somebody didn't trust him to not respond (laughs) to the character's name. (laughs) And considering that I do think that Jason Momoa is America's golden retriever, I think that might be the case. He definitely still has that problem, but the things he's in now have the budget to do more than one take. No, listen. You how how dare you besmirch Duncan Idaho like that? This movie cost five point five million dollars for what it's worth. Five point five million. Get, who's the Who's the lady randomly doing V ups on the beach? She just like <laughs> <laughs> walks down on the beach, sits down, and then just starts exercising. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. There's also randomly a shot of of CJ just sunbathing, and then. 14 guys looking at her being like, oh, just like, dude, absolutely honked. That was <laughs> repulsive. <laughs> they were about to fucking go circle um, over this later. Hold on. Like, just um, they were going to go play Limp Biscuit. <laughs> 5.5 5. million. Yeah. This is 2003. Yeah. So Jason and Kikoa uh, are dating now also. And they used to both date, or, or it's JD and Lee, the other couple I mentioned earlier, like, JD used to date Kikoa and Lee used to date Jason, apparently. Yeah, so Mitch comes also, like, they're going to do the engagement party there. And while he's there, while they're all, like, meeting <laughs> oh, up man. together, uh, Mitch's old nemesis, 
a guy from one episode from yeah. the second season. His old nemesis, Mason Sato, uh, takes pictures of his loved ones to plot his revenge against him. King. And you're like, wow, this is taking a turn from what I thought this reunion episode was going to be. Yeah. Uh, also, the Travelocity plug was in there somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, movies that, when you use the inflation calculator, cost less money than Baywatch, Hawaiian Vacation. Hawaiian or, Wedding. Hawaiian Wedding. Um, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. The Big Sick. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Moonlight. Nightcrawler costs you could, you can make four moonlights for one Baywatch. Oh my god! And that's on the beach too. You know, God. Well, get out. Get wow. out. Four point five million dollars in in the modern currency. That's, that's amazing. Wild. Whiplash was three point three. All of this. This is crazy. <laughs> no money is left on the table. Five point five million dollars. How much of this Baywatch. is just a Hoff and Pam Anderson's <laughs> salaries? What I was about to like, say. Absolutely. And obviously licensing licensing the California song. <laughs> yeah. That cost like as much as licensing Zeppelin. Um, uh, Neely starts a f- starts a cat fight with Allison. Uh, well, <laughs> they they go down a big water slide. It looked like a lot of fun. You really buried the lead there. <laughs> they end up fighting the pool. Starts ripping at her, rips her necklace off. Somehow she manages to take like a necklace that did not get. She's like, I've got one perfect fingerprint on this. And I, I love that we got back to back weeks where someone is like, ah, oh, that fool. They don't know. They played right into my plan. Now I have their fingerprint. But also it's like, I got a fingerprint of them. I It was on a necklace I wore while going down a water slide. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to Jason because like his, he's got like his a dad dad's a cop. cop. Is that what his it was? His brother's so a cop. His, his brother's, brother's a cop. cop. Okay. And yeah. they're like, you could call him. And he's like, yeah, I could call him. Yeah. And just run, run this print from this lady that I am suspicious of, uh, even though I'm the famously the conniving one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for that. I'm known for my evil deeds. Um, and they're like, let's do the wedding on Haiku Island. And they're like, we should do it on, you get married on a, the rim of a volcano. Uh, and then I, I was like, I are they going to try to throw here? David Hasselhoff at a volcano? Oh, that's, that's what I thought it. they were going to do. And they're like, with Travelocity, we can easily get to Haiku Island or whatever it is. <laughs> it's something absurd. Wipes in the foreground. <laughs> can I, I guess that's a good place to put my commentary on the many lost locations that appear in the second Baywatch <laughs> film. <laughs> I'm not joking when I say You're not, many. No. Like Every I could tell you pretty much any time they were on Haiku Island, I could tell you something that happened in Lost at that exact location. <laughs> I was there was a moment where I was like a polar bear comes running right yep. through this grove. <laughs> like, uh, that was uh, Kate and Sawyer go and get the briefcase off of the uh, out of the um, compartment under the plane seat and see the dead bodies there uh, uh, uh nikki and paolo get buried right <laughs> over there they get buried alive right there oh this is actually hydra island that they're pulling up on here uh so they're like let's go to haiku island and then we see um sato throwing a shuriken at a picture of dude <laughs> well what had happened before is we see him take photos of everyone as they yeah. arrive and then he prints right. them out uh, and then he and he's got this horrible he's shaved most of his head except for the back he's doing that thing when that he's doing that haircut that drew gooden did when he lost a bet with sean stevenson yes thank you travis for also being like he got the drew gooden (laughs) he looks awful 
He's one of those guys where I'm like, yeah, I know you as Shang Tsung, and also like you've been in things. I watched a little bit of Man in the High Castle. You were in that. I would feel very threatened if I saw somebody with this haircut. <laughs> I'd be like, well, clearly this guy's evil. <laughs> yeah, like there's no fucking doubt in my mind that he is going yeah. to chain me to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so they go to Haiku Island, or some of them do. They leave like CJ behind to work on her, whatever. She's running the bar. But the rest of them are going to Haiku Island. Uh, Neil used the satellite phone to talk to Jason and be like, did you get the print yet? And revealed that Sada was like listening to her or whatever. Uh, everyone else is like trying to fuck these people that they all just met. They're like, you're hot. Like, let's, let's pair off. Let's do this. Yeah. They're like, let's split up to all be horny in various locations where they would later shoot lost. Where is the um, part where Jason, where the, the two women talk about how oh, they're Oh yeah. <laughs> where's the part that, where's the part that set human relations back a, a thousand years? I'm not years. even sure where like Kakoa and Lee are like pretending to fight yeah, okay. and they're like actually never mind and then they're like and yeah it's, and they're, 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 they're all rock in bed the the conceit the, the reason why these two characters are fighting is because what are their names they're dating each other's exes yes, yes. okay that's a way easier way to say yeah it. but then they talk about how it's like one was like you know the one's like well he, jason said that you were terrible at sex it's like really because that's what he said about you and we have mind-blowing sex and you're just like what is any of this and then they start laughing and i was like what just happened and then one of them says, the sexual circus contortions you two are going through. And that's when I was like, what? Yeah. I was, that was when I was like, I hope the virus wins. <laughs> it and it has. is. Look, everyone on the show is hot. Everyone on the show is good in bed. You know, None of them are hotter or better in bed than Mitch. Because everyone yeah. reacts when they're like, Mitch is coming. And I was like... <laughs> Are none of you surprised that when last he was seen, he was presumed dead? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, that's that's cool. nice that he's going to be stopping by. I would have to imagine that were you guys having a party and you were like, Ian would be coming. And the last everyone heard of me is I was dead and you had attended my funeral. Some people would be like, a word? Okay. Okay. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. What about this? Jill and I die, you go to our funerals, and then I show up not telling you that I'm still alive with somebody who looks exactly like Jill. <laughs> but you're like, but it's like, no, not Jill. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I know Matt. you thought I was dead and she was dead. She actually is. <laughs> but don't worry. But I here she is love. again. Also, remind me of your name. I have amnesia. And I'm just kidding. I know that you're Ian, but I don't remember many of our times together. Again, I'm just kidding. I remember all those things we've done. But if it's anything bad I've done. Anyway, so the first couple that pairs off is Court and Lonnie who go to the waterfall to go not quite skinny dipping, but to go make out under the waterfall or whatever. And then these two That's where dudes Sawyer show and Kate up. find the briefcase. <laughs> sure. And these two dudes wearing swimsuits right. show up <laughs> and are like, uh, you gotta can you guys leave? It's actually a special surprise for Mitch or whatever. And they're like, uh, okay. And then they get in a fight <laughs> and they get their asses kicked by these two dudes and the one threatens to like snap Carmen Electra's neck or whatever. And then so they get in a fight. Then we cut to Eddie and Caroline on a ship. Because Caroline had, or, the, or sorry, they were cavorting somewhere themselves, I think. And then uh, one of these mysterious somewhere. men was just like, uh, Caroline, 
Like, I know you haven't seen me before, but you have a phone call. That's I don't a- think we need to go beat by beat on how they are all tra- uh, done. All that happens is they all get trapped, and then, like, two of them wind up in what appears to be, like, a super hot whirlpool. So what ha- yeah. what happens to all of them is, it, it does, whatever. Somebody ends They're up- in a boat. She thinks your character's being written off the show by being killed or whatever, yeah. and then they're like, nope, you get beaten up also. Oh, and there's the... So- we finally... Sato introduced himself. Like, oh, no, don't. Uh, you. I need this to be treated with the most respect any moment we've ever covered has he been says, respected. The good because news this is, is the best. He goes, the good news is they're not killing you off. The bad news is I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking of his reaction. I, I thought you were jumping to his interaction with the Hoff. No, not yet. Oh, that, that's... He yeah. reveals himself to, I think, Eddie and Caroline. Um, and then we and have the Obi. crowd. I imagine goes wild because they're yeah. like, "Oh my god, it's that one guy from episode Ooh, yeah. Any <laughs> idea? seven of season two. <laughs> so he pops that dude in the face like three times really fast. It's so funny how <laughs> fast he punches him. Uh, and then Hobie and Summer went, go to go make out on a secluded beach locale, and then they wind up getting uh, a like, big net put up for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, so this they is what they would do. This is what they would do to Christians in feudal Japan. Like this is the entirety <laughs> of Martin Scorsese's silence. It's just two people underneath a net, and it's just like the tide will come in. And then he just like, and they're away. all on video. All these people who have had their like jigsaw traps yeah. laid for them are. Uh, it's 2003, and they are being live streamed to yeah. video in yeah. Hawaii. On, the, on these yeah, cameras, these well, things okay. have ten they minutes have of battery life. <laughs> like, if you go to the Pearl, you could see it all. Uh, ten that's minutes of battery life. Eddie and Caroline are trapped under a boat or whatever, they're, or they're trapped in a in a. They cap, are trapped a in uh, one of James Cameron's sub uh, submarines yeah. <laughs> yeah. that he takes to the bottom of the Mariana yeah. Trench. And yes. then, and, and then Lonnie and Court have their ankles tied to a volcanic vent, so they should be the like the boiling ocean. alive or they whatever. Really but they're mostly they're just me. like Ugh, it's they're me watching CSI Cyber, where you're like, "Well, the water's <laughs> fine." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just get some mineral oil in there. You'll be fine. Yeah, they're being straight tortured. Um, the other ones are just like slowly, you know, in danger of drowning. But they're like, you, they should be being <laughs> just like I love, scalded. I love That's the... not torture. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah. it's like they're not actively having the water in their lungs yet, and these people are just like they're being <laughs> boiled alive currently or whatever. Travis, the other ones like you have impending uh, doom. I forgot that Travis was in the Bush administration. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, this is not active. They haven't torture. even gotten to the simulated drowning part yet. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! Fucking Hobie and uh, and whatever the fucking lady's name uh, have an interaction that we Summer. skipped over. Summer saying, "Are you?" They're making out, and then she says, "Are you thinking about our age difference?" And he says, "I can't <laughs> our age help gap it." Is problematic. And our age gap is problematic. And and she says, "Does it turn you on?" And then he's like, yes, licorice pizza in theaters now. So one of the best things about this television show is that because it's 2003, there are a lot of people taking calls on cell phones, but all of those cell phones are the sizes of my laptop. And they're yeah. just pulling them out on the beach where they're like, what's happening? Yeah. As they learn just that their friends are all being... Swimsuit. Um, as they learn that their friends are being held hostage. Well, and first they learn, uh, you know, Jason finally gets back to Neely and uh, the Allison... Are Carmen Electra and Pamela Anderson in any way in shape form in these hostage ones? Carmen no. Electra is, uh, is tied to okay. the volcanic oh, yeah. bat. 
Yeah, Pamela yeah. Anderson's she's, back. Okay. She's just chilling she's, at the bar she owns. Yeah, no, she's really Pamela very Anderson's in this movie. She's Pamela about Anderson's business, agent business. is better than Carmen Electra's agent. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, you can come back. How you is that not the same agent? One married Tommy Lee and the other married Dave Navarro. How's that? How's that <sighs> for you? I mean, Jane's Addiction's a much better band than Motley Crue is, at least you know back in the day. But Tommy Lee, probably it's, more it's fun. all bleak, man. The, every single <laughs> word that comes out of your mouth is making me feel. I love it's, nothing it's shocking. Sinking and ritual, me deeper into habitual. a depression that I may never recover from. <laughs> What if I told you I could tell you exactly where those two bands placed on VH1's 100 Greatest Artists of Hard Rock? I need you immediately <laughs> to follow through on that. Transition 35, Motley Crue, I think 29. Okay, okay, hold on. 100 Greatest oh Artists God. of Hard Rock? Yeah. Is that what it was? vh most formative musical greatest? document of my life. Jesus Christ, you say this unironically. Okay. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Jimi Hendrix, ACDC, I can ACC Metallica, Metal- Nirvana, Van Halen, The Who, Guns N' Roses, Kiss. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, Keep going. 11. Oh, boy. Aerosmith, yep. Sex Pistols. <laughs> this is insane. Uh-huh. This uh, is the most insane <laughs> thing I've ever 13. seen in my life. Uh, 14 <laughs> is Soundgarden. Who was 13? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's right. <laughs> oh, fuck. 15's Pink Floyd, 16. We can come back to 13. You can keep oh going. Oh my God, why am I stuck on 13? Oh my God. It's because <laughs> it's a band. It's because a band. I wouldn't hint? think. I wouldn't think they're a hard rock band. I mean, now there's Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, but I could see it a bit more they than this Lucifer band. For Sam, I would argue that this is the softest 13. band of all time. <laughs> the band that you just think like these guys are bitches. That's your view yeah. on them, <laughs> and they suck. Oh, boy. Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, they're 30. Um, oh my god! <laughs> Neil Young's on there. He's like thirty-seven or something. He got it right on the top. He said it dismissively. So to much you. of me getting into music was like via this list. Like you look at it and you're like, but wow, a bunch of Travis, a bunch list. of Travis's favorite bands are on there because I looked at this thing a ton. It's fine that you could get into this list. That is not the issue. The issue the is that you looked at Matt. You fucking fool! They're thirty. Who was thirteen? Or Queen? Ah, it was oh. Queen. Okay, Queen has many now, hard Queen rock is songs hard. in their career. Now, yeah. who's sixteen? Oh boy, seventeen's Ramones. Sixteen. <laughs> uh, the Clash was nineteen. Sixteen yes. and eighteen are both fucking me up. It's Cream and Ozzy Osbourne. Cream and Ozzy Solo. Ozzy Solo. <laughs> Dude, Neil okay, Young's on this list. Neil Young is number fuck one about on Baywatch? What's 20, Travis? 20's Alice Cooper. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Pearl Jam. 22. Uh, <laughs> Maiden and Priest are like 23 and 24. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Oh, it's um, Priest and Maiden. 20, yeah, 22. It's a bullshit choice. It's because they have one song that everyone learns. Oh, Deep, Deep Purple. Purple. Deep Purple, yeah. yeah. 25's Cheap Trick. 26's uh-huh. Motorhead. Uh huh. Twenty-seven. I know Black Flag slash Henry Rollins on there somewhere, and so is like Glenn Danzig slash Misfits. I think. We'll get. We'll, listen, we're gonna uh, get. To I'm all not this. totally sure where for either of them. Oh, Iggy Pop Iggy slash Pop. the Stooges. Yeah, slash it's like the Stooges. Rush Motley. Yeah, Crew, well, it just says Iggy Pop. Chili okay. Peppers. So you've already gotten Rush Motley Crue and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Thirty-one. Uh, is thirty-one where it's like Rollins Band? Nope. Thirty-one. It's Def Leppard. Oh, With a lot of the hair 30, metal ones. I'm like, I don't remember because I didn't listen 32? to those bands. We all hate them. 
They suck so much. <laughs> the band we all hate. They fucking uh, blow. Yeah. Was, <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Is it another hair metal band? Nope. Worse. Fucking worse. Corn. They're on there nope. somewhere. Worst band. Think of the worst band of all time aside from. Right, do you have the list peppers. up, Matt? And remember, this, no, this, this I list just is, know, I know this list is from 2000. For okay, what that's uh, worth Matt, also. guess who this one is? The Doors. Oh it's yeah, the Doors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, the Doors. Thirty three's uh, Rage Against the Machine, I think. Uh huh. Thirty four. Is that the Black Flag Rollins band? No, it's one? not. Wow. Where Where are they? Where are they at? Rollins band is forty seven. Okay, it's forty seven. Oh, all right, thirty four. I don't. I, is that Chance? Of course, he says. Obviously, like, yeah, a band that I love. I remember they were thirty-five. You got Jane's Addiction. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Is that where like Corn was? It's Frank Zappa. Thirty-seven. Zappa is not a hard rock artist. <laughs> like, that one's a weird one, and one I didn't get into here. until much later. Forty-five uh, oh. Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> so when you liked a band, were you like, I gotta, I gotta go, yeah, like. Okay, I, no. got, I remember that number. Like, no, it was like, uh, I would so look at that list and I'd be like, I'm going to check. 45. No, it's, 46. I'd look at the list and I'd be like, I'll check this band out. And then eventually yeah. I looked at it enough times that it stuck with me. I see. So anyways, we got to get back to. Uh, what is even happening? <laughs> You're <laughs> sorry you have to cut all Here. of that, but you can save it for your own personal pleasure, I guess. <laughs> um, I just, I okay, need to see Okay, it. okay, okay. So. Uh, what's her name? Fucking Shaylee or whatever. I just talked <laughs> Shaylee to Woodley is here. Jason Momoa on the phone Yilly. and learns that yes, Stephanie's doppelganger got plastic surgery. Her real name is Stephanie. She downloads a one megapixel photo <laughs> over three seconds. Her that real is name only is in grayscale. Her real name is Judy Raiden. She yeah. served time for forgery and assault with a deadly weapon and had reconstructive surgery to look like Stephanie. And she's not even the one with the grudge. Yeah. She's just being used by Sato, but she probably gets money out of it. And she's also Sato's lover, I guess. I'm going to immediately sidetrack uh, us. Babe, it's good to be evil. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't uh, express uh, a detail that I, I feel I should have not, uh, mentioned. The director of Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding, Douglas Schwartz, directed six other films. films. Mm-hmm. The first films. is The Peace Killers. Uh, a 1971 film that I would be pretty certain Roger Corman is some way involved with the tagline, they ride to love, they ride to kill. Okay, sick. Woodsy. Thunder in Paradise, a <laughs> 1993 movie starring Hulk Hogan. Wow. Thunder in Paradise 2, yeah. a 1994 movie starring Hulk Hogan. Is there a subtitle to it? No, I'm just what? seeing Thunder in Paradise 2. Baywatch the movie Forbidden Paradise, a 1995 Baywatch TV movie. Thunder in Paradise 3, <laughs> a movie starring Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I was really hoping you'd say Brooke Hogan or something. At no, some point. I kept hoping. Uh, but <laughs> Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa was also in this, so he must have been like, listen, I know this guy. He was on Baywatch. He can come back. And then finally, his his other film was Your Three Minutes Are Up, Buy Now, Pay Never, <laughs> which stars Bo Bridges. Sad. This is Well, bleak. it came out in 1973. So uh, I okay. Know. I thought you were doing okay, it in chronological order. No, oh. this is his least seen film. Okay. it's uh, It's got... How many people have rated this on Letterboxd? Not many, 
but most of them are forced. It's it's predominantly 53% of ratings are three and a half stars because there are eight people who thought this was a three and a half star movie. <laughs> anyway, Mitch doesn't really believe uh, Neely about this whole thing. The jig is up when some people see Judy and Sato making out, but only see Judy and they think she's making out with Mitch. And then they go down to the beach and Mitch is there. And they're like, like how did you get here there. so fast? And he's like, what? And then, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he goes to to confront her, and then Sato is like, it's me, beach boy, or whatever, and then comes in. No, what <laughs> happens is she's like, why, he's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, you'll have to ask your partner, or my partner. And he's like, who's your partner? And then it cuts to the tree above them, where Kari, Hiroyuki uh, Tagawa is standing is on a branch, crouched, and goes, it's me, beach boy. And then he like... <laughs> fucking like jumps off and kicks him as if he yeah. is his Mortal Kombat character. Then they get in a crazy fight where David Hasselhoff grabs onto like a bamboo shoot looking thing and spins around on it and <laughs> kicks Sato. I yeah. could not get over this. I was losing my mind. It was also very clearly another lost set. <laughs> and yep. I, this is where I get confused because it seems like Hasselhoff has saved the day and he's won and then immediately gets like choked out by Carrie again. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? This is uh, the part where I was like, there's too much drama and thus I feel nothing because they are cutting between like 17 different people who are simultaneously drowning. At some point, uh, somebody says, this is what I love about lifeguards, heroic to the end, as if they've had that many interactions <laughs> with lifeguards. <laughs> yeah, Sato eventually gets the better of him and then shows him that he has all three of these people's uh, torture like near or near fatal situations, uh, live streaming and is like, Basically presents him, uh, much like the Green Goblin, with a sadistic choice, and which is that you have to save. You can only save one of these couples uh, in time. Man, There's no way you can do it If only he knew a bunch of lifeguards. Yeah. Also, isn't one of them his son? Yeah. So yeah. Like, imagine not And that's picking, not the one he goes for. <laughs> imagine not picking imagine your son. Imagine trusting Who is he, somebody Doc else Rivers? to go get your son, and you're like, I'll grab I think him. it's not the one he goes for. It's They, they all that's split up. I mean, they'd like do... Whatever, teamwork to get all three of them. Uh, whatever, it's boring to describe what they do to rescue them, but they rescue Travis, them all. Travis, who's the 89th greatest artist in hard rock, according to VH1? <laughs> Lita Ford. <laughs> so, yeah, so I should, we can't remember what happens in that, but I just wondered if you could remember that. Another part. babe. That you watched today, yesterday. We all love Kiss Me Deadly, the only song by Lita Ford I can name. 33, Travis. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this for months. <laughs> You should go to me and go 45 and see how quickly it takes me to say Pantera. (laughs) (laughs) And and I pull out my six shooter and I shoot at the ground a few times until you get it. They save everyone. Mitch and Sato fight again. Neely beats up Allison, takes her gun. If 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 there's a lifeguard lieutenant who is your mortal enemy, do you set up traps that could be easily foiled by lifeguards? Like I feel like I would You're right. not You're choose right. a water trap. <laughs> uh, the important thing is Mitch and Sato get in a climactic fight in a rescue boat. Matt, you're you're correct. It should absolutely be like instead of them being suspended in like water, they should be in pools of lava. Yeah. Well, then they would just be dead instantly. Well, yeah. So this is the problem. You can't watch them slowly die in the same way. 
but they're not going to. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that happened, no one got pushed badly. in a volcano. Well, I, That's I mean, what I yeah, want. no one got. It, it is. It sucks that they set up the volcano and then no, no one gets pushed in the volcano. But like, I mean, you know, you push someone in the volcano. That's like the type of thing that a man could get fired for. Get out of here. So Mitch and Sato get in their climactic fight in a rescue boat. Then they're fighting underneath the rescue boat. Dude, Mitch right. delivers yeah. an some- underwater headbutt and. To take Sato out, and then Sato uh, gets his fucking head split open by the propeller of the boat. And you yeah. just see Gruesome red. way to go. Yeah, he goes Gruesome. out like a damn manatee, and he gets... <laughs> <laughs> it's a real problem on the Ford Everglades. Go Nolts. Sam Anderson, I'm sure. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. Nolts. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to suck for a long time. Um, I know. Go Nolts. <laughs> Then, yeah, I like how it's mentioned here. Mitch breaks off the engagement with Allison. (laughs) Gee, I can't believe that they didn't go through with it. Not technically wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, he gets back to a television show about people stranded on an island. Yeah. (laughs) He gets back with his bitch ex wife who's so snooty, who's saying things like, oh, you know, running fingerprints, it's important before a business meeting or before a business deal. Maybe it should be essential for weddings. And it's like, lady what yeah so after all that but they're mess, like we can't ha- not have a wedding yeah cj's it's like, like well, the we have to have a wedding. i'll marry lorenzo whoever that is i guess he was a waiter and like hasselhoff's like i will see if he survives the wedding night and you're like dog what and that's the end and that's the last baywatch you know until thing, the rock until they yeah made a movie with the rock and zach efron and zach Mario. I feel like there was somebody else also in that Baywatch. I mean, presumably there are more than three actors in. Okay, Baywatch you know movie. what I mean. Um, but those were the you biggest fucking... names. Well, yeah. Okay, Jason you know, Momoa Hasselhoff appears. Oh, uh, uh, Pamela Anderson replies, re- reprises oh. her role. Priyanka Chopra, sure. Alexandra Daddario, uh, Hannibal Burris as Dave the Tech. There's a Sergeant Ellerby, uh, Sergeant Ellerby, which is the one that leads to them creating Baywatch Nights because he's tired of his job, so he quits and becomes a private investigator and investigates mm-hmm. the beach at night. The uh, Paranormal Beach. <laughs> yeah, the Paranormal Beach. That character they have played by, um, is it Yaya? Yaya Abdul-Martin. Abdul-Martin. Yeah, I'm never certain on the first name. A lot uh, of yeah, Aquaman so young connections to the Baywatch. A lot, lot of Aquaman. A lot of Aquaman franchise. in this cast. They were like, you know what? You know what's a lot like Aquaman? Baywatch. I'm disappointed with the amount of Baywatch I've seen. Earlier today, I saw my friend who is who is having a child. She's having a child, and she has access to my Plex server, and she's like, oh, so that's why Baywatch was added. And I felt such shame that she knew that I she would leave, and I would watch an hour and 40 minutes of Baywatch. <laughs> Dude, if I knew that about somebody, and they didn't have some fucking reason like this, like, I would yeah, never I mean, see that person again. I mean, like, it's on Prime and Hulu. Like, why download? So that's Baywatch. That's Baywatch. Ian, what do we got next week? Next week. Well, so I felt, um, you know, that we were in need of assistance because we are without Steven. So I put out the call. And, of course, the dumbest boys in school have answered the call. And so next Hell week, yeah. we'll be having the fine Thimk people on. Oh, boy. To talk about a show that I think everyone else has seen, but I have never seen. And in yes. fact, it frightened me as a child. Yes. So I have yes. a strong aversion to it. Yes. But it's time. It's time for me to experience the X-Files. And 
Of course, we are doing episode one, season one. Yeah. And season 11, episode whatever, my yeah. struggle, the finale. Yeah, the worst my, finale. Sorry, my struggle pipe. My, my struggle. Is it the extra part finale four. or the reboot finale? It's the reboot finale. This is the okay. reboot finale. And my struggle part four, because you know what? I just ordered Mouse Guards, my struggle <laughs> <Yeah>. part two. <laughs> Why did they my struggle part four. Dog, I don't fucking know. So, yeah, we're doing X Files next week. And I guess I, as the person who has never seen X Files, should also talk about X Files. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Talk about your own thing. Put 30 seconds on the clock. Yeah. yeah go ahead. So my understanding of X-Files is that Duchovny and uh, uh, Anderson have sexual tension, and that's what makes the show good while they investigate weird crime or weird alien stuff. But there's an overarching weird plot crime. that's bad, and no one likes that part of it. <laughs> I like it. It's the bad Okay. Part. Oh, and then I can't wait. We're going to teach the controversy next week. <laughs> but yeah, so that's... Uh, and there's like a guy who smokes cigarettes that inspired like a Valve game, basically. And... <laughs> That's There's it. a I done. want to believe done. poster. Done. You're done. It's in 30 seconds. I love to refer to the cigarette smoking man as the guy who smokes cigarettes. That's yeah. his character. <laughs> <is>. So close. <laughs> his name oh, is name. His name is CSM. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But yeah, so we will be back. We'll be back next week to talk about what is arguably the greatest show ever made. Uh, I can't wait to be Travis. Let's talk a about man. the scariest theme song of all time. A man who said that Ho- Baywatch Hawaiian wedding is equal in quality <laughs> to the lobster and it's a wonderful life. <laughs> it is absolutely better than it's a wonderful life. No boobs, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Boring fucking movie. <laughs> I gotta get letterbox because I feel like you would love like because I, I don't think about it when I rate stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm not like, oh, it's, it's better than comparison. Whatever, but, like, you would moment. see so many fucking things it's, like yeah, that. It's, when you can draw the one-to-one comparison, like, like, like the conjuring saying, 14 is better than fucking I don't know, moonlight. <laughs> is conjuring what is conjuring 14? <laughs> Three is the devil made me do it. No, no, no. no like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Travis, can you bring us home this week in in lieu of Steven? That's a tough choice because I love being hot. I love being wet, but I can do both. God. Great choice. (laughs) 